blowing Michigan State out is a win in this game, but like a close win is not going to feel great. It's gonna you're gonna celebrate it. No, it's gonna feel great, man. It's it's a rivalry game. You're at home. You haven't won in two years. All right, everything's gonna feel great. No matter if you win by one point, my last second field goal is gonna feel good. Be exhilarating. Be like, wow. Well, I won't feel good about the team's team. direction okay, Grant, for the rest of the year. You gotta put yourself on the other side of the shoes. Let's say you lose the game by a field goal. Now yeah, feel like how no. bad that's gonna feel. Now so just turn that negative energy into how good you're gonna feel when you win. Cheers <laughs> to episode 94. Cheers. Cheers. Kona, Spiked Island Seltzer, Tropical Punch. Take a drink of that. <laughs> it's water, Alex. What do you want me to do? Chug the rest of it? I don't know. You just looked so depressed right there. I was worried about you. Zoning water. Can. Diet Dr. Kelp for me. Um, not going to lie to the listeners. Not the best <laughs> vibes to start off a podcast. <laughs> There was some, um, there was some thoughts to drink some bleach before the show started, but we're here. It is Wednesday, my dudes. My dudes, come on, one time, roll out some steam. Give me a. Uh, <laughs> um, Evan, please. I can't do it. I'm sorry. I'm distracted. Oh, maybe later. Um, we'll get there. It's Wednesday, my dudes. October 26th. It is 7.34 p.m. Welcome to the number one sports podcast in the state of Michigan. And welcome to Hate Week. To friendly, respectful week on this podcast. Is it? No, I don't like anything about the Michigan fans. They all suck. Including Grant. No, he doesn't suck. No, See, I say, so that's why this podcast will be friendly and respectful. Grant sucks a little less this week. Evan. Oh, uh, but he some... usually sucks a lot. No. Evan. <laughs> Evan, say something mean to me. Say something. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> say it back. You're a stuck-up Michigan fan that didn't even go there. You can't cheer for him. I knew it. Yeah. I'm a Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually really don't d- dislike Michigan State. Fans that much. You haven't been inside the big house, so you're fan. a fraud. You're a closet MSU <laughs> fan, you always have. <laughs> I really don't like Ohio State. I actually wouldn't say mean things about them. Not Wyatt, though. Right. Oh. To Grant, uh, Michigan State is not a rival. That's not true. You guys know how much I care about this <laughs> yeah, game. Yeah, you just said that. You just you said guys, we're not a rival. You guys basically, I grew up all through middle school to high school getting absolutely bullied by you two because Michigan State was just dropping their dong on Hoke and Rich Rod for a decade. Yeah, it was great. Good times. And Tuck is still currently dropping his dog on Michigan at the moment. Too. Currently. Uh, to preview the show, obviously that will be the one of the main topics. We have weekly recaps, as always. Game of Thrones finale. So for all you throne oh, heads, um, it's the last of that. So that could be good or bad, depending like we said, you like that or not. Michigan, Michigan State, battle for Paul Bunyan. We have the Detroit Lions. Mm. 
Yes, we're still talking about them. We have a Cowboys recap and a Dolphins preview. I think the lines broke Evan this week, uh, but just stay tuned. Just stay tuned. You're a really bad week. Wow. I forgot about all those cryptic texts you sent. It's one of the darkest places I've ever seen Evan be in the in the group chat. Because usually he just keeps it to himself. But I mean, no, he I didn't even know out. what to say. Wow. It's a little tease. We'll get to that. Um, let's see. And then I wrote down at the very end a little five-minute, ten-minute corner for any Pistons, Red Wings, Tigers, quick hitters from things that are happening this week. And we'll sprinkle in our listener questions throughout. So... With all that being said, how was your guys' bye week, gentlemen? Evan, would you like to go first? Um, my bye week. Your bye week. I missed East Lansing. Felt like I should have been doing something more productive on Saturday. Worked in the morning. Um, Exciting. Missed out on going up north. Uh, just watched football basically all weekend. That's so good for your being a football guy this fall. The opposite fall. of being a bye week. Yeah. 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 Um, that was about the highlight of my weekend from last week. Um, Let's talk about the progress made yesterday. Uh, 9-0. Oh. High school go 9-0 oh on Friday night with a good crowd. What was those? What were those uniforms? They were pink. Those were pink. Just making brand. sure my are, color deficient eyeballs were seen correctly. Those are the podcast, Cody was there and he asked the same question because he's also colorblind. Asked what color the jerseys were. They just wearing. making sure because I was like, "Well, yeah, I might be seeing them, some things." No, nope. yeah. Pink. Um, so shout out that high school playoffs start this week. Home game, correct? Home game. Great, Carlton great chance Airport to go against the Jets. Great the last to go time one I watched Tecumseh football play that team, I watched. Several of you cry on the field. Now, I don't think either of you did. I mean, no, did you cry? No, we didn't deserve to make the playoffs. I believe Evan said to me, we shouldn't be in the playoffs on the field after the game. I was mad, uh, but I also Grant was did t- not cry. <laughs> no, I just told everyone we're still going to make it because we have yes, a, bro- a brand. Complete opposite. We're a brand name. We play in the SEC. <laughs> um, and then everyone else, pretty much, you know, the classic waterworks. I also super um, selfishly had a great game personally that game. Um, <laughs> almost scored my fir- first touchdown of the year. So I was like, oh, I played well in bad conditions. So sorry about it, guys. <laughs> it's, it's not a team sport. It's a me sport. And you guys made the playoffs anyways and got absolutely boat raced by DeWitt. So who cares? Yeah. Boat race. <laughs> yeah. Um, so hopefully brutal. this year's Tecumseh team, which is, I can safely say, I think way better than our team. Hopefully they go farther in the playoffs. Yeah, I would think so. And that's big of us uh, to admit that, you know. I Put saw that. If, please correct me if I'm wrong. If they win, there's a chance they play Adrian at home next. Adrian has to win their matchup. So they just let but, anyone into the playoffs these days. Yeah, I was going to say, how did Adrian get in? Didn't we they, destroy them? Yeah, but it's okay. They changed the playoff formatting. It's not just six wins automatically guarantees you get into the playoffs anymore. It's, it's about playoff points. Such a participation trophy. World I'm not even in. sure what playoff points mean. Okay, so you <laughs> get playoff points per matchup per week. Playoff you beat. get points. So if you based lose of- close, you get some participation points, and you can still make the playoffs. Yeah, How is that? They're doing this so the the top schools, like the higher enrollment schools, don't just schedule a bunch of cupcakes and they just get in automatically by mm. getting. Oh, six like wins. Michigan. So MHSA has adapted the BCS. <laughs> Um, no, they're trying to even on the playing field so everybody plays equal competition or plays up all division so they play a tougher competition. Do they have a committee? Uh, I don't know. 
I, I also wanna... saw Tecumseh's schedule, and it was rather cupcake in the beginning of the year. They didn't play up much. Whoa. I don't know if well, that's true. compared to what you guys were playing against. Well, they don't play school. crossovers anymore. Well, they didn't play Cole Cabana because they moved out of the white, I right. guess, which, yep, I mean, he yep, is yep. he's the benchmark for the league. Um, some teams don't want to play two you. Division one um, commits on that team, Grant. Two um, future Wolverines. No. Incorrect. <laughs> no. Flip. Michigan well, State commit. Alert, there's about to be another one flipping. coming through the program, too. He's in eighth grade currently. Um, I think Michigan State already offered him. I wouldn't doubt it. I don't want um, CJ Carr anymore that I said it. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's not coming. Um, playoffs, playoffs, playoffs. Yeah, that's about it. Starts on Friday night. Go cheer on your hometown um, team. Prediction for the for can final score for that? Where can I watch? I have no idea where you can watch. Um, there's, there's a lot of fake tease high school streams. If you're streams. super insider like us, okay, airport grant, they don't run like the wing T like spread. Good anymore. They they run traditional spread like three by one, two by two. They throw like, the football. They throw the football dramatically. That's stunning. Good. Yep. They got Welcome any modern age on the team. Um, they're on Tecumseh's team. Oh, right. The one Smart. Mossberg played on airport, right? Then went to MSU, never played. Correct. Um, other than that, um, just had the last football game last night. Last football games. Last yeah. home games of the year. Last games of the year. So no practice today. Uh, equipment turn-in. Uh, uh, the worst. Those smelly. Things. Yeah, smelly. Um, it was mostly done by the time I showed up, so... Smart. Pretty, Pretty easy. Timing. Yeah. How'd you guys do? Um, seventh grade was a disappointment. Didn't play that very well. Um, Sorry, do all you seventh graders to hear your coach say that? They don't listen to it. Season's anyways. over. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was expecting them to play a little bit better, you know, being in the last game. Who'd you um, face? Dexter. Oh. Cabana. Yeah. And then, There's uh, other people besides Cole Cabana, the, Grant. The fighting Cabanas. <laughs> the only person that... Michigan cares about. Um, uh, and then not surprising. Arrogant losers. Eighth grade played really well. Super competitive. Um, had opportunities to win the game. Just didn't. Just didn't do it. You know, turnovers in the red zone mm. hurt us. Jared um, Goff. So we moved the ball pretty well. Had some good defensive stops. It was just you know big plays here and there. What final, Alex? Final what? records for both teams. <laughs> I just want to know. I, I actually had to make keeping track. Nope, I can't. I'm not okay. final records. Save morale. That's not what I'm laughing about. Just laugh at the I don't even care. Well, congratulations, Evan, on uh, progressing through the season. You yes. clearly improved each game. Yes, we'll we never did. forget. Yes, we did. I'll never forget where I was when you told me you scored that first touchdown on an inverted veer. I'll also never forget when you promised a 21 burger. We could have had it this past week. And simply we never delivered Yesterday one we should have had it. Season. We should definitely should have had it. Um, it sounds like it. Yeah. Other than that, that was my week. Nothing really too exciting. I don't can't think of anything else. You won the bye week. I don't feel like I did. I feel like I lost. I feel like I right. beat the crap like out of me, It feels like Evan thinks he didn't do enough. I didn't. Well, that's because you're in a bad state of mind tonight. Tonight, yes. the bye week's over. So, <laughs> go back a ways. I think he won the bye week. It beat the crap out of me. Um, Alex, your week and um, weekend. The bye weekend, I went um, up north to the Kingsley property, the same property in which we camp in the summer. 
Um, I bird hunted with my father, uncle, and um, father's college roommate, Bob. Nice. Um, uh, so, like, for bird hunting, you just have your dog run around, try to get them to pop up in the air. It, that's, like, putting it really in the most simple terms. Um, it's actually impressive what the dog does. But either way, only – so they did shoot one the day I wasn't there, of course. Um, mm. And then when I went, um, one bird popped up, and uh, well, Gary missed. So Oh, no. No oh, kills when Gary. I was there. What kind of birds? Uh, pheasant and grouse. Okay. Um, yeah. I don't think I've ever seen a grouse with my own eyes. <laughs> Now, I don't know if I have either. Oh, they're kind of cool. They got like weird looking beaks. Little, almost like a little mohawk. A little mohawk on the top. Yeah. Maybe um, not the Michigan variation. She did that. Sat around campfire. You know, just dudes being dudes. Nothing crazy. Some not just want to themselves. Not going to get into the nitty gritty above, about adults. Um, Whatever you over consuming alcohol, but <laughs> you, you never, as they say, you never truly learn your limits. No, and I learned that. Um, would it be secondhand if someone else was uh expressing that they don't know their limits? Yeah, because not firsthand, firsthand would no, be me. that'd be you, right? Anyways, yep, I watched a 50 something year old dude just forget that if you drink a lot, you will be very drunk, and it was hilarious. It's kind of exciting, though, to go through life knowing, like, all of us know, you never really have a handle on alcohol. Like, you think, no, you're like, oh, you I know don't. what I'm doing. You really don't. No. <laughs> no. 20 years from now, where it's three of us are me hanging out, and it's going to happen to one of us and be like, whoa, we forgot that this is what happens. It always seems like it happens on hunting trips where they just turn into who can consume the most alcohol trips. Right when the hunting ends, it's just like, yep, let's let's see what let's what party. else are we gonna do? We're in the we're in the <laughs> woods to celebrate Harper's Bloodhound's good work. Let's get shellacked. <laughs> good, yeah, good work, Harper. Instead, it turned into my father and I kind of um, playing mom and dad for uh, his <laughs> adult fifty something year old friends. Um, it, was, it was funny though. It's did actually you, hilarious. Did you guys have any run-ins with the uh, teenagers who took over the property? Mm. <laughs> uh, no, but they had gone two weeks ago. My dad mm-hmm. and them um, beat them up. They like they like cleared out all their stuff. So they probably came back, saw that all their stuff was gone, and was like, "Oh my god, we can't come Lord, back." Lord of the Flies. <laughs> so no, they never never showed up. Um, so yeah, and the weather was nice. It was like mid sixties, seventies, unseasonably warm shocking uh really because today it's like 40 so that's what i did this weekend and then uh that's about it uh friend of the podcast uh cheese and jason they came over last night yeah what was that business meeting about <laughs> um so they jason's canceled grant don't be friends with him ever again <laughs> no jason was... nope. no cancel i mean i'll I be had... honest i didn't know that he had committed to that i had no idea he I did. Will not take I had VIP that. passes for the football VIP game yesterday. VIP sideline passes. Yes. <laughs> and he ditched me on it after he saying he was going to be there. So what happened, Grant, to answer your question? Um, they went back to East Lansing yesterday because there was a fall break. I'm sure you're aware. Where? Because Marissa was on her fall break. Um, mm-hmm. So they went back to East Lansing yesterday morning. And then they got there and they're sitting there and their internet went out. Um, so they couldn't like do anything and they're, they just 
FaceTime me in the middle of the day. And we're like, hey, we're uh, we're coming over. I was like, okay. And they just showed up. So it's a good time. Where'd you go to dinner? We went to uh, Brown Iron Brewery. Hmm. I Sounds like you got to wear like a cutoff tank to get in there. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird description. Uh, <laughs> Spot on description. What kind of what kind of pale ale did you sip? Uh, it was called. Uh, God, what was it called? It was something weird. I can't remember. I hate you would hate. You, you'd make I, fun of it. I hate hazy IPAs. I think they stink. Well, that's what I got. I got a hazy really? IPA. Yes. <laughs> it was so bad. It was pretty good. The one Drew had was, I was like, Berrytopia or something weird. I don't uh, know. Man that, card. <laughs> that tasted bad. Um, Speaking of man card, not really. It's all you do on the bye week, guys. It's called living a little bit. I went into a apple orchard this weekend and... Oh. A pumpkin patch and a corn maze. I don't miss that. Oh. Yeah. We were putting you on the hot seat in the Cadmus household. Whoa. Oh, wow. Yep. It's the bye week, Cadmuses. It's the no, bye week. Actually, it was a Sunday. little stunning that you weren't even watching the Lions. Oh, it wasn't on Sunday. Now, I did say that I respected your decision to not watch that pitiful oh, franchise. Oh, yeah. I, I absolutely just we put However, you on the hot seat. However, still a little surprised. I know who you are as a person, and that was... I saw the second half. I wondered who who took the reins there a little yeah. bit. Who's putting the pants on? And even worse, second half, Packers on the big TV, Lions on the laptop. Oh, wow. But that's yep. because... Confirmed somebody wait, else wears the pants. That's because Fox was the only game I could get There's here no excuses, on, on Fox. So I had to go stream XYZ to even see the Lions. Because I, I don't have Paramount Plus. So I'm not streaming live CBS. But you could CBS. have flogged into my YouTube TV, Grant. You know that. No, I actually don't. That's actually breaking news if you're allowing me to use your YouTube TV because I would use that religiously going forward. Please send the login now. <laughs> I cannot send the login without um, promise of half payment. See, exactly. No. <laughs> That's a pretty good deal. We're on a budget over here. How about a third? It's still probably like $30 a month. No, it would be 15 no, I don't think it's worth oh, it. Oh, jeez. I haven't missed anything. Stream XYZ is a godsend. Anyways, so <sighs> Marissa got here, as you guys alluded to, on Saturday morning. Um, so went to... We made a beef stew roast. Yeah, it was pretty good. First time making a roast in like an Instapot. Turned out pretty good. Alex, what's the face? Uh... Oh, just, in case anybody, over here, just in it. case anybody listens to this, um, I'm just not a fan of roasts too <laughs> Beef much. Stew? It's just a gross name. No, I've just had a lot of roasts. Um, I'm on Alex's side. They're like, they're like I do, I do like them. I do enjoy them. But there was they're one fine. point in my life where it was seemed like once a month we were having it, and I just mm. was like, dude, I'm sick of this. I'm, I Hand am up, sick of this. I've had two at least at Evan's house. <laughs> you probably have. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, yeah, I've had a good 20 in the last four and a half years um, due to a certain person, a family member, mm-hmm. or family, I mean. If you're ever, listen up, guys, if you're ever in Burnsville, Minnesota, Burnsville. You, get, you get a night on the town, um, Porter Creek Hardwood Grill, that a phenomenal, a phenomenal place given. to eat, top five Sounds like dinner. you need to wear a cutoff to go in there. I got a... <laughs> 
I got a Frenched bone-in pork chop that just blew me away. <laughs> wow. With some yams, some shredded yams. Yams? Mm, not yams. sure about the yams. So they're like sweet potatoes. I know what a yam is. Sweet potato sexy cousin. <laughs> I know what a yam is. <laughs> yeah, I know what a yam is. And Ooh. some asparagus. Oh, so oh, good. pee probably smelled so bad. Um, just getting nasty little pee from asparagus. And some chicken chowder soup. Oof. And then for dessert, you don't see this every day, a banana ice cream cake that just blew me away. Absolutely blew me away. It was, ah. th- I thought it would be a sorbet type of thing because it was a banana, but it was a creamy dairy. Pudding? No, it was like. You're a big banana guy, didn't you? Have oh banana my cream God. pie like last week. Yeah, I love <laughs> I bought I bought a full <laughs> banana cream pie to eat throughout the week before. What the f- Banana guy. Good, good That's, memory. Good memory, Evan. That is something. So good. And I have then, a lot of questions. <laughs> what? Continue. Because I'm going to move on to my domination of the corn maze. That's what's next. Absolutely put this corn maze in my what back is, pocket. What is your life? So, I don't, I don't want to hurt you guys too much. I don't know if this is common knowledge, but I know a shortcut and trick to get into a corn maze. No problem whenever you go in. You probably Googled it before you went because you're a psychopath. It just makes sense guarantee, when you think about I it. I guarantee you did it. No, I Don't didn't. lie. Tell the truth. No. You probably watched YouTube videos how to be the best corn maze solver in no. the planet. I've just heard yeah, someone say it in conversation before. It's not my idea. I've heard someone say it. You just stick to the outside edges of the corn maze and it'll, eventually you'll, you'll get out. You get screwed if you go towards the middle because corn mazes usually have an exit like kind of next to the entrance. So if you just stay on the outside, you're not ever going to like really get lost. You're going to make your way out. So that's all you have to do. So are you saying so, you and Marissa split up on this corn maze and try to see who would get out first? No, we were, we worked as a team because it was a little unique spin on this corn maze where you had to find six letters on little um, pictures in the maze and then oh, say, sounds like Survivor. You guys get the, voted off? It's like an escape room. <laughs> no, like wait, corn maze. No, wait till you hear the prep. All you did was say the code word once you unscrambled it to the person at the gate and you got a free apple. <laughs> that was it. A single free apple, like not a caramel apple, not like a chocolate apple, just like no, a apple. apple. A little uh, red one. It was good, though. I don't like apples. It was a juicy apple. It was a good apple. <laughs> Did you just so, revert back to being like 14? What is happening? I had a fun time. So we go through and we find like five of the letters ourselves. But as people are walking near, you kind of eavesdrop. Like you really get into it. So I heard a lady tell her son. So we have N-O-A and we hadn't seen A yet. I'm like, oh, there's an A. So we know we got an A. And then we found the other You're ones. You're such a sweat lord. It's disgusting. The code word was season. So if you ever go to Pine Tree Apple Orchard, if they're open, the code word is season. And you get a so free don't apple. even bother to do it because then you're just going to easily get out and it's going to be a waste of your time. You're you just going to get a free red juicy apple as Grant you described. You still have to get out of the maze. Like that's still the, <clears throat> the part you have to yeah, get. Yeah, but all you have to do is just be on the outside. You just ruined this maze for all our Minnesota listeners. It was a pretty podunk maze they had some uh because of the unseasonably cold weather the weekend before a lot of the stocks had collapsed so they cut the price of the maze from four dollars a person to two really saving you money <laughs> so two dollars i just wonder if you're just making stuff up no this is real this life real. and then had some beautiful apple cinnamon donuts um mm. that were like oh, five dollars did, did you do what oh. you did last year when we went to the apple cider when you just ate no. like t- 11 donuts in one sitting <laughs> and i'm just watching you like wow that's impressive listener listener and friend luke slid up on that he goes how many donuts did we bag this year <laughs> <laughs> 
was like, we only got a pack of six, so I held myself to four. Oh, well, at least Marissa got two. Yeah. Well, yeah. Was, it, was it actually like? Okay, you said it was apple cinnamon sugar, right? Yeah, it was like an ap- apple. Maybe it was an apple flavored donut with cinnamon sprinkled on. I don't know the exact way they did it. Powdered or like? No, no, like a sugary. Yes. Oh, yeah, those yeah. were the best ones. Give me yeah, it was sugar really donuts. And it was a classic where Marissa didn't eat all three of hers, and she saved the one, brought it home, and I just before dinner, I'm like, "So you're gonna eat that donut? Like, we th- <laughs> we, what we thinking about that?" And she's like, "No, you can have it if you really want." And I was like, "Are you sure?" Just munched it like two minutes later, <laughs> gone. Wow. Um, what a weekend on, you had. Another, it gets better. I tried raising canes <laughs> for the first time. It was, it blew me away. It's great. Yeah, it's, it's it's great. They only sell one thing, and they've mastered it. For fast food, they've mastered fried chicken. It's great. You know, actually, fun fact: the only time I've ever had raisin canes was in Minnesota. Wow. Same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah crazy. <laughs> when I went I to the Final Four. I will be googling how to make my own cane sauce. I know the leaked recipe will not be out there, but I'm going to find something close because that sauce is an elite sauce. And remember, elite. Grant is a known sauce guy. Yeah. I was thinking how cool it would be to be like a sauce tester for your career. You know how cool that would be to just work on a conveyor belt and like they send you sauces at like Heinz and you get to taste the sauce and give them feedback. What do you dip in? Are you just a spoon or are you, oh, you good going question, with a finger? What do you get? Your first one has to be either a spoon or finger and then you can dip some food in it. But you always, I always try sauces first with my finger or spoon. Usually my finger, Alex knows that, doesn't he? And then I go with the food. Um... Because I know Luke listens to the, this podcast. He made a uh, bet on Jay and Ivy threes, and it appears that Jay and Ivy is not playing basketball tonight. Refund. Refund that thing. Yeah. Non-COVID I hope, I hope you get a refund, Luke. You have to, or we riot. Or we burn the place down. And then the last thing, the last, last thing before Thrones is, guys, I don't know if you heard Taylor Swift's new album. Just was I curious if you guys it. got a chance to listen to it and any takeaways, any favorite songs. Evan, watch your mouth. Um, <laughs> Hand up. I've never thought Taylor Swift is very good. <clears throat> uh, there's not many songs of hers I really enjoy. Um, we just lost all our female listeners. I just... Uh, so I mean, I saw... A hundred of dudes, hundreds of dudes post her little album cover on their Instagram stories. So there's plenty of dudes out there that like them. Like, what'd you think of those dudes, simps? Uh, no. Something's got to be different strokes for different folks. Might as well. Maybe that's what I should have done. Evan, you hate Taylor Swift too? Uh, Yeah, I don't really care for her. Words in my mouth. We'll be honest. Have not, not. I haven't listened to one second of her new album, and it feels good. You're not missing much. Well, you obviously just never sense was because you were out on Nicki Minaj too. Until I had to try to tell you that she just has bobs. She sucks. Grant's favorite <laughs> Taylor Swift songs. Um, I personally, they were fine. Um, but like, my favorite. When, when am I gonna listen to them? I don't know. You sent them in the group chat. Oh, Antihero is that or is that the album? So are you guys pro Kanye guys then? No, I don't well, care about not that. Not at the moment. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Um. Yeah, Maroon. So for all those that are listening that care, Maroon favorite song from the album. It's mid. I feel weird saying mid. Yeah, it's so mid, Grant. You sound like a narc when you say mid, Alex. <laughs> I am a narc. Okay, yeah, I can't oh. give an honest opinion, Bob, because I have not listened to it. 
And that's fair. Are you guys going exactly. tr- trick or treating this weekend? Um. Yep. Ours is on Monday. I don't know about you, but usually the same. Usually falls on the same day. Yeah. Um. I'm going to trick, go trick everybody that shows up to my house. There's not enough trick anymore. It's moon- trick or treat. <laughs> You're gonna moon them. <laughs> What are you going to do? I'm just going wow. to be running around my house just scaring them. If you do that. <laughs> I'm going to scare them off the property. See what happens. That would be funny. I'd pay to see that. I'll post a, I'll post a funny uh, costume picture for a shot of Michigan sports. See what everyone else is wearing. All right. Alex, I actually, think... Uh, should I dress up for work? Yes or no? Yes. <laughs> yes, you have to. <laughs> what, Grant? I was thinking about you trick-or-treating today on my drive home from work, and I was laughing so hard I almost got in a car accident. <laughs> I, I actually think you should. I was just, just go on your one, mind, man. Just go to was, one house right was, across the street. Aaron Glenn and Jared yes. Davis. I'm going to go find them. <laughs> I was just picturing Alex like, dressed up as a huge Lions fan going to Aaron Glenn's door. <laughs> dressed up as Jared Goff. And I was pants and a helmet. I should dress up as Aaron Glenn and go to his house. I was crying. <laughs> Yeah, like Evan, like Alex in kid pads and a kid helmet with a big satchel just in front of Aaron Glenn's door. Hi, Aaron. I'm a huge Lions fan. Trick or treat. not going to be there. Probably put a sign on his door that says, do not bother me. Oh, God. That's funny. His okay. wife probably answered the door, so. <laughs> Why is that? So yeah, people don't recognize him. So people don't recognize him. <laughs> okay. He's not that famous. Only the <laughs> football lover community. <laughs> um. Game of Thrones, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Spoilers. I would like to start. Go ahead, Alex. (laughs) There is just something that I have had enough of. I do not want to see any more births. Oh, that wasn't enough. That's too much (laughs) for you. Okay, pause, pause, spoiler alert, stop. Before Alex continues with anything before you do this, what was the first episode about? Birth. Yes, I I understand. No, but I know what why did, they did. No, what did the mom say? We saw her for three minutes of the episode. What did she say? Beast beneath the boards. No, that's what which is actually called for how, babies like, in their, their duty to bear children or something. No, like the men have the wars and the battlefields, but women's yeah, battlefield is childbirth. That's ah, why they're playing a big, huge significance about it. I get why they're really emphasizing it. I just don't need to see babies popping out and bouncing their skulls off the ground, and everyone just be like, "Well, that's great." I'm I'm with you. That was pretty. I that was that was hard to stomach. I was sitting there dousing my face in Ben and Jerry's ice cream, and I put it down after I was watching that. And she just picks the dead child. I'm like, "Oh, Evan, Evan, what did I just watch?" Evan has a nice cherry Garcia. There's a nice red cherry, and then he looks at the screen and goes, "Uh." Well, Alex, you said oh. you to to even go more. You were like, I know why they're doing it. I don't. I don't get it. I don't why we need to do it this much. I think it's well, absurd. It's it's inappropriate. It's they, way they too far. Push the limit. It's it's too, way too much. We were all so mentally focused on the news of the war. It just feels like for fun. They're like, you know, what if when Rhaenyra finds out about the war, she's having a baby, and they're like, yeah, let's just do that because again. you know let's what? That she play. can't. She it's can't be premature. pregnant when the war starts. So premature. she's got to pop this baby out. And literally popped it out like a uh, bouncy ball. Yeah, just was, bounced right off the off the it ground. It was dead when it was born, Alex. It's not like that. It's, it, it wasn't great though, when it just. I mean, you um, like that? I don't want to just pile on. Everyone knows I'm negative. Grant, when it comes to Thrones, this 
the finale did have a great ending, which we will discuss, I'm sure. But overall, I wasn't blown away by this ending, this finale by any means. Season one is meant to give you all the background so that we can just go at it in the next few seasons, Grant. But the problem is, like, it's two years from now. So I needed something more to hold well, on to. They well, didn't if have you were two Game Greenland. of Thrones fan, it was always a year, in, a year apart. And also, Grant, you didn't watch Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. So you I watched just watched it. YouTube. I watched at least four full seasons and then watched the middle parts you watched on YouTube. Season one, and then you watch season two through four like five years later. And all of eight. So actually, I've watched <laughs> five seasons. Well, good for you. I know. Yeah, it does suck that we have to wait two years. But um, I don't think that this episode was bad by any means. And you're, you're not a you're not a movie guy either, so it's kind of hard for you to just be like, this wow. is just like waiting for like all the. You just actually movies. don't like stuff that's good. This Alex, you say that every single time. I'm a good movie. I'm a good movie guy. Do I you like have patience movies. though? It sounds like you don't have patience. You just want like when wow. I think something gets announced, like give it to me now. You know oh, what? Also, Evan, I did see a movie. I forgot to tell you that in my weekly recap. I saw Black Adam, the DC movie. Oh, oh. I thought you saw. And, uh, I thought you saw. Bros. There's a cutscene <laughs> that I think you'd be pretty interested in. Uh, I was told about the cutscene already, and it already got spoiled all over the internet. Are you guys Sorry saying cut or cuck? I said cuck. <laughs> Evan said cuck. <laughs> um, shoot, I had something to say about how you just hate good TV shows and bad, and you hate good movies. Evan, you know what helped with my patience is HBO stays kings. How do they win Alex and over? They tease Succession coming back to start off the round. That was great. I look at Marissa, I go, that actually might be the best show going right now. So let's let's ride that wave back. When does that come back? A couple months. Oh, I'm excited like, for that. We're here. Um, Love that show. My biggest gripe with this episode goes back to the ending of episode nine, where Rainice had a chance to just cap off this series. You know, we were good. Seen, seen enough first. Just be done with the whole show. Just be done. And what was her point? What was the reason the directors and everyone said why she chose not to? Say it with me, guys. It's not my war. Yet she's gonna not hop on her dra- start. She's gonna hop on the dragon and patrol Evan, the narrow sea. She's gonna patrol the narrow sea with her dragon, even though it's she not just didn't her war. Start the war. She didn't oh, start. She couldn't start it. Spare me, Rainies. They held you prisoner. You're like, oh, I'll let you live. Not even kill one with a controlled dragon breath. And now you're gonna I'm patrol sure the you narrow can sea. Dragons? Uh, did <laughs> you as not you, see the as we the learned episode? in the episode, <laughs> well, you, you control do the not have control of Rainies. Rainice is a woman. Oh, like oh, her name? Is it actually Rainice? Yeah, it's Rainice. Is that how Our, I say it? I watch. I, feel like I you're watch, saying it weird. I watch with subtitles on, and I know so these characters. It's Rainice. You watch with subtitles on. Evan, how uh, do it's you? It's life changing, Evan. You should really try it. I just focus you, up and listen to what they're saying. You pick up way more than no. You, you miss. You definitely miss some things. You definitely no. do. Yeah, you no, do. you do. <laughs> I'm not I'm sitting that you. far away from the TV. I'm so into it. Can you rewatch this season? Oh, watch yeah, it with subtitles and tell us the You difference. sit with your knees touching the TV. <laughs> Basically do. It, the fact is, like, is Alex, like I, I feel like when there's captions on, I feel like I'm just reading the words instead of actually like watching what's yes. going on. Yeah, sometimes I do fall A little bit. I'm like, wait, so, I haven't seen anything. What is happening? You just get used to it. But you do pick up on more. Because trust me, I used to tell Grant that he was a psychopath for subtitles, but I fully converted. You're soft, Alex. Also, my TV sound system is cheek, so everything sounds echoey if I don't. Mm-hmm. 
I also can't be blasting in my room when Drew's in his room doing. I actually sleep or this might be psychotic. I watch Thrones normally on my laptop with headphones in, so I can really get like good audio. <sighs> Well, that's not bad. I think that's normal because you I can like get close to the screen and you can just blast it in your ears. Probably not how but, George and R. R. subtitles not needed. Um, it was kind of cool to see someone get eaten by a dragon. I'll yeah. say that. It was surprising. Um, wasn't that surprising? I guess it was surprising that he didn't mean to do it. Like he didn't want to kill him. I almost wish he wanted him, the um, dragon, to do that. Then yeah. it'd be way cooler. Like, yeah, I fuck s- this guy. Well, he's just, just a he's him. just a giant bully. He just knows how. He thought he knew how to control everything. It was surprising. I never seen. Correct me if I'm wrong. This might be my lack of watching all the seasons of the first series knowledge. But I thought dragons were pretty controllable. I didn't know they went rogue in battle sometimes. Uh, they don't really. I don't remember any like crazy scenes. That's what I'm saying. Full they did back to back. Well, it's because it's all about who the, the person that's riding it. Two young guns who shouldn't they have, have to dragons. be trained. And he's on the biggest one, and it's just say, then I realized also how massive this dragon was. That, that is a veteran God. dragon, and you're putting a rookie on top of it. No, you need a veteran riding it so it knows what's going on. Well, also that dragon was doing what it was supposed to do until uh, Lucerus his dragon just decided to spray fire at it. So honestly, Vagar was behaving. This Lucerus, I mean, this might be a little harsh. I'm kind of glad that kid died. I really didn't need to see his face anymore. <laughs> uh, I wonder what he's going to go. Um, Eamon, that's his name, right? Eamon? Yeah. yeah. The patch guy. Baller. The goat. He's just going to go home to mommy and be like, well, started a war on accident. Cause, I, uh, yeah. 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 Well, who's going to yell at him in- when he goes back home? I hope he leans into it. I hope he doesn't play. I'm so sorry. I hope he's like, no. <laughs> he definitely or, is. What if he just doesn't say anything and then uh, Rainier and everybody just shows up, blows up the entire uh, entire place, and then they just take it over. Done. Just, Season two over. Just build a plot. Just builds a relationship to grow apart from the from Allison. So yeah, no Allison, my girl. Not well, in this one. they that did. Was they wanted to tell the two stories. Yeah. yeah, I did see the like first weeks ago that she's just nice to look uh, at. Allison wasn't in the last episode, and I was like, oh, maybe she gets murdered or something. But no. Clearly yeah, but season not. two, there's so many storylines that you can pick out of this. So I hope they don't f it up. I just can't wait to go home. Just everybody's home, know. where everyone knows we're going back to Winterfell in season two. Oh, we have to get the Starks to get on board. Yeah, with the Targaryens or with uh, the Reds. <laughs> It, I would say it is kind of boring, That's though. Cool. The boring part of prequels is like when they allude to Song of Ice and Fire and there's a big storm from the north coming. Like, we realized that was like... It does suck that we already know what happens. And it like wasn't even a big deal. It was like, it was one night and they survived. <laughs> like, it was like, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people did die. Yeah, but no one like really important. But there was other battles leading up to it, Grant. Like, they literally Quite just sat, a few. They just sat a kid in a wheelchair in front of a tree <laughs> and he lured the big bad wolf. And then he and got you couldn't snapped. really see the battle because it was in the dark. So it's but like, I still enjoyed that season, unlike most. What I'm enjoying, if everyone's like positive, Grant, I am enjoying watching dragons interact in the air and the way they film it, not to get nerdy, that was sweet. Like the shadow of the big dragon over the little baby dragon was awesome. And just then seeing the mouth of that thing come through and just clomp, I was like, wow, it this just is murdered. Yes, yeah, it, it was pretty sweet. And then the shot of, to um, think of it. 
she seemed intrigued. She was like, oh, like, how, when's the, like, you know, that, like, when's the next season? It's like two years. And she's like, oh, okay. And then like, <laughs> all right, <laughs> that's, that's the end of that. <laughs> and then like the scene when, um, um, Damon's dragon, they had the side by side of him, like telling those two servants, Kingsguard, like, you're going to die right now or you're going to bow down to my wife. And like the dragon's face was right there. Really cool. So well done by HBO. I mean, they know what they're doing, but really. And they're showing us the dragons in the daytime a lot, which I like to see the details. So all good things. Also, Damon choked out Rhaenyra. You know, well, that was, that she was never lost crazy. consciousness. He just kind of. <laughs> and we know they have uh, a it, unique relationship. They're, they're trending towards divorce. There's no doubt. I don't know about that. I don't know. I think they're going to have some tensions. You can well, tell Damon know. wants to just take over and be king already. Basically, no, we Damon wants to fight, and she wants to hold up for a little bit. Now she, now she's probably wants to fight. Yeah, so. she's pissed. That was also an aggravating thing in my illogical brain that like we spent a whole entire episode debating about what to do, and it didn't matter when the episode ended. Like, yeah, well, we just spent a whole episode deliberating about war, and now war has definitely happened, which, which is, is like good. Game of Thrones. The entire Game of Thrones yeah, I mean, is about the kids. If nobody in Game of Thrones had a kid, there wouldn't have been a show. Birth. It all ties back to birth. It all ties well, back to birth, Alex. There you go. Wrap it all up. It's all about the birth. Parents will do anything for their children. Yep. Wouldn't know. <laughs> Alex, that was messed up. Oh my up. gosh. Talking about being born on third base. Ryan Day. What do you mean? I'm saying we don't have children, so we wouldn't oh, know. My bad. Jeez, guys. Now Evan thinks I'm privileged. <laughs> Thanks, Evan. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, Lay, you are, we all are privileged. We did, we're not eaten by a dragon. Yes. We all have okay lives. We're all privileged. We're, privileged. We're in a podcast. Um, we make millions off of this show. So yeah, and our two teams get to play each other this weekend, guys. That's so, not a positive. Michigan, mm. MSU, seven thirty p.m. ABC. Sean McDonough, Todd Blackledge, beat you to it. Evan in his bag. First Exciting. time. Volume's gonna be up to the max. <laughs> I'm sorry if you're at my place when we're watching the game. Volume's gonna be turned off so I can just listen to Sean McDonough. Evan's going to be watching this like Thrones, but for McDonald's Who is voice, coming over for that? Huh? Who's coming over for that? Um, Rico Beard? Well, I don't really talk to my family throughout today, so... Oh, quite a few people, I guess. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Um. See you there, maybe. That's a no. Just tell me now, so I don't have to... <laughs> wait for the text well, message Saturday morning. Alex is choosing not to see this game in person, which is a crazy move. It's the second time I've chose not to go. The last time I chose not to go, they lost by 50, so. 2019? Yeah. Hmm. It's supposed to be a beautiful weather night to get that out of the way. Does it look like any rain in the forecast? 62 degree high. Probably will be closer to 40, 50 at kickoff, but <clears throat> what a beautiful night for a football game in Michigan. Yep. Minus 22 and a half spread to the Skunk Bears. Over under 54 and a half. What you, you love Skunk Bears, don't you? <laughs> Can't talk trash about your own team. Yeah. Um, my first and scientific takeaway that for this game is that the night game wait time is going to stink on Saturday. I am dreading waking up at like 9 a.m. and being like, oh, kick off at 6.30 Central Time. Got the me. Premier but League in the morning. It's just not going to cut it when I'm jazzed up <laughs> for imagine the Paul Bunyan trophy. Team being bad. Oh, there's other good, good games on, right? But it's no, not Evan, the Bunyan. Yes, Ohio State Penn State play at noon. Oh, it's a bloodbath. Oh. Well, actually, that game tends to be close. Okay, not so if it's a bloodbath, that means Penn State's not that good of a team. Penn State's not that good of a team, but Grant thinks it's going to be Murdered your gophers. Murdered your gophers. No, I think Ohio State's really good. I have to have their backup QB in. 
But if Penn State plays Ohio State close. Oh, God, Grant. Just shut your trap until you Oklahoma get Oklahoma State, Kansas State at 3.30, Grant. Toledo Eastern at noon. Oh, yeah, we'll be tuned into that one. Alex, it's I'm just, battle for first in the division. I'm just going to – I understand, like, there are good games the past time, but I'm just going to be on edge because – Let's I be get, honest. The only game we all care about is the ours. So. Yeah. Uh, Western Iowa? I care about the other ones. Oh, yeah, that's a goodie. 6-3 final. Why it's so nerve-wracking, I think – just to give you guys the insight into my brain, my sick and twisted brain as a Michigan fan, is I'm so I'm so nervous because I, it's not a true no-win situation for Michigan, as some people may say, like, you're supposed to beat them you this year. Like a week ago, that it's a no-win situation. I might even be able to pull that receipt if you need me to. I might have said it. Uh, it I've thought about more. Blowing Michigan State out is a win in this game, but like a close win is not going to feel great. It's gonna you're gonna celebrate it. No, it's gonna feel great, man. It's it's a rivalry game. You're at you haven't won in two time. years. You, All right, Evan. Everything's gonna win. feel great, no matter what, if you win like one point. My last second know, field goal is gonna feel good. Be exhilarating. Be like, wow. Well, I won't feel good about the team's team. direction okay, for the rest of the year. You gotta put yourself on the other side of the shoes. Let's say you lose the game by a field goal. Now, yeah, feel like how no. bad that's going to feel. Now, so just what? turn that negative energy into how good you're going to feel when you win. Like, it's either going to be... So, it's, that's why it's nerve-wracking for me, because it's either going to be pure happiness or the worst devastation potentially ever. And it's not worse, but it'll be up there. It'll be top five worst loss as a Michigan fan. No, probably top three. Um, Boy, so, that's I scary. So. It, I, don't, I don't know. I'm curious to see how you guys have gone throughout the week. Like, I don't know if that pure devastation exists for you guys where it's like house money let's just go in there and it is his full house money that's why i'm so nervous that's why i'm on edge this week i'm just i'm not nervous because i'm expecting bad like but if you win it's like that's awesome evan can you can you give the people why is michigan state going to pull off this upset how are they going to do it how are they going to do it? Because, Alex, of the three of us, or the two of you, I know Evan is the one that could convince himself before kickoff it could happen because he wa- we told us he watches. In, in years past, I'm no. the one who can convince myself. <laughs> in Evan unrealistic is circumstances, Alex. <laughs> yes, but I can do it. I can convince myself almost any time. upset Ohio State. Yeah, I'm able to convince myself Evan's that. Been watching, of Evan's extreme. been watching 2013 highlights, Trouble with the Snap game. I know what he does the week of these games. He's like, why not us? Why not this game? Why not 3-0? Yeah, it's true. It would be sick, though. Um, so how's that happening, Evan? And why do you believe it, it true? Why do you believe it? it? It just experience and a key spots key positions i would say um and then just who is going to believe more that it's going to happen i feel like michigan now like okay it's going to happen but now michigan state's the all-time underdog last year you'd be like oh yeah they played the underdog role just because michigan was favored and you're at home but let's Um, be honest those teams are both undefeated so yeah but where the money was uh michigan was four point favorites Right, but I mean, I don't think the it's completely different circumstances. I think the I, that's non, why I, I'm I think the non, completely different circumstances. I'm, I'm they played the Michigan State still played the underdog role last year. I think the COVID year is more similar to this one. No, Joe we Milton's like, not the quarterback of Michigan. I knew he was bad. Like Everybody knew he was bad. Twenty-two besides point underdogs. The, besides at the Michigan. blue line, faithful thought he was Patrick Mahomes. Um, I like that the blue line. That's better than the blue wall. 
like hockey the blue line <laughs> and i i our offensive talent is Elite. collectively better than michigan's the michigan still has a couple Expand alpha males i'm saying com- collectively players? yes because if we include the o-line then it's not i'm close. saying skill players Alex. i would just say wide receivers I think collectively as together. I'm saying every single skill player. Obviously, you guys had the edge on the running backs. I think yeah. you're giving them bulletin board material. <laughs> Mel doesn't want this. Dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm breaking down the rosters, Alex. I, I mean, I I Let's say go it. position by position, but I think it's probably receivers only. I'll give us our edge and tight ends. Yeah, I can do that as well. I mean, that's just so. I don't know their tight ends. Luke Schoonmaker. <laughs> no, I don't think exactly. It is. He's the best. If you had, a, if you were in a full PPR league, you'd be starting Luke Schoonmaker every week. He wouldn't start on Michigan State. Five for fifty. He certainly would play though. I mean, because Tyler Hunt gets to play. Well, so it's just to play. it's a tough that. Oh yeah, it's tough because our monkey brains are like, oh, catch this pass. Is Luke Schoonmaker is a dog in the block run blocking game, which we know Malik Carr, as you guys have said, I think Alex has said he not. cannot block. So no, he don't cannot. Need him to. Don't need they're him probably to. they're probably more of a wash than looks which suggest. Um NFL talent wise, Malik Carr, greater sign, Luke Maybe. I don't know, dude. I think people are saying Luke Schoonmaker might get drafted. Malik Carr is an athletic freak, Grant. If he can learn a little bit of blocking, he will. He's better. Eric Hall did have back surgery, by the way, so we finally got confirmation of that. Don't know why that took so long to get out. When I was going to say, I assume we were not including him in this discussion. No, because he's a good football player. QB. I want to answer to that question, Evan. Well, we know where Evan stands. <laughs> um, going into the year, I'll give him the edge to Thorn. Um, Same guy that said Thorn stinks a couple of years no. ago. <laughs> yeah. Cut that. Yeah, it's a dirty receipt. Receipts. We pulled that two years in a row now. I did last year and granted this year. Um, Everyone wants to wipe his butt with that receipt. <laughs> Get rid of it. Um, but you might be right. JJ has more potential, more athletic. Um, but the last couple of weeks, Peyton Thorne's been hurt all season. Don't forget that the guy's whole, injured. The whole team has. That's what makes me nervous. Is that this we're going to be the fully healthy this Saturday? We're still and not. You are. 13 and 0. The team that was supposed to go 13 and 0 is just now playing this season and it's on Saturday at 7:30. I love it. Alex has got the fan base riled up. It's hard to tell. Um, I wish I was serious. I'll um, give the edge to JJ cuz he's made less uh mistakes this year. Whoa. Um, four fumbles and two picks in Big 10 play. He's recovered all four of the fumbles. But that's six turnovers. Baby hands. Some people are saying he has Almost baby hands. Six turnovers. It's actually only two turnovers, though. But it could be six. Some. He has zero pocket awareness some plays. Peyton's, you know, not. So I'll give the edge if, there to Michigan. Uh, running backs, give the edge to Michigan. And then tight ends and wide receivers. So yeah. it's dead even 2-2. Two, two. I was looking back at my guy, Ronnie Bell. Because I know I gave, I was quick to crown the two. I still believe Michigan State has the top two combined, but Ronnie Bell's not that far off. He has a lot more yards than Keon. He just doesn't catch touchdowns, and touchdowns are a huge deal. But it is like Ronnie Bell's better than I thought. I guess when I was comparing him to the three, no one thinks Ronnie Bell's bad. Just I'm not Keon bad. is an no. athletic freak, and Jaden Reed just... is is just Jaden Reed. 
I, more so compliment to MSU than, than to, uh, down to Ronnie Bell. I mean, there's just been a lot of stats thrown around in our group chat. A lot of stats about the game, just like how it's going to go. 30, Jeez. Alex sent that today, the magic number. Evan's got stats. What stats you got, Evan? I got the same stats last year. What was it? 15 or less, 18 of decided by one possession game or something like that? Don't say that. That doesn't make me feel oh, good. Oh, God. Besides. I'll be on bricks if it's a close game in the fourth quarter. <laughs> Mel Tucker's like, I'm 97 once, and Mel Tucker's like 8 and 1 in close games, but he also has like. 10 or 14 double digit losses. Yeah. So it's, it's either going to be a close game or it's going to be an absolute complete like blowout. If Michigan State rushes over and then in 100 those yards, close games, like 13 and 1. And then in those close games, he's like 8 and 1 or 7 and 1 or something like that. Over 100 yards for Michigan State on the ground, and they're going to win. The only time Whoever they've ever lost in the Mel Tucker the era. Whoever has Purdue. more rushing yards wins well. a game. Usually, in the, typically in the rivalry, that stat will come up. Take a shot, everybody, when you see that on their. Sean McDonough says it at seven thirty-one. It's um, pretty simple, Grant. Mel Tucker's really a better simple. motivator than Jim Harbaugh, I think. Um, no, I I can't say I've ever seen Jim like giving pump up speeches. I'm gonna guess that they aren't very good, but maybe um, the Colts just interviewed Jim Harbaugh for the head coaching job next year. So there's that. that. News. That's um, just not true. Oh, <laughs> not yet. I don't know. I think. To go, I, I did bring some stats, Grant stats for the rushing game because I agree that is typically that's it. That's determines the entire game. Big thing we've talked about, and in the past we've always talked about how Jimmy stubborn Harbaugh will just run it up the gut and get stuffed. But I think this year, not in a stubborn way, I think that, that game plan makes sense. I think that's uh, I think after. Yes. I think after the Penn State, what they did to Penn State, you're kidding yourself. Like, because last year was kind of weird. They they self scouted. They looked at Michigan State's defense. They said we're gonna unleash Cade McNamara, which is a gross sentence to even say. But Cade did play pretty well, and they started out the game with a long touchdown pass. They threw the ball quite a bit. Probably Cade's best statistic game of the year. I think they will go to that if they have to but i don't think they're going to come out with that game plan and if if i'm wrong i'm wrong but the stats i've pulled are this michigan run heavy team we all know that 5.8 yards per rush attempt is close to one of the top teams in the country that's Mm. i mean when you think about six six yards per pop that's that's easy that's we could we could coach that we could just call different runs msu Historically, a great run defense under D'Antonio, just always kind of paying the butt in in the inside tackle run game. But they're 54th in opponent yards per rush attempt this year, giving up four yards per carry. And they haven't really fared well against good competition in the run game. And on the flip side, Michigan, their defense tied for third in the country, opponent yards per rush attempt, 2.9 opponent yards per rushing attempt. So when we talk about the trenches of running the football, I feel like Harbaugh is going to know that. I think he's going to try to test them. Um, and if Michigan State gets them off of it, credit to them. I wrote all that and caveat, Michigan State's been banged up inside. Alex, Evan, you guys know that. Slade Barrow, the, law, the law firm, been banged up. Um, but Penn State has NFL caliber defensive linemen. So I think... But they have James Franklin, as Evan will say. So I just wanted to get that out there. Yeah, but he's not... Their he's peanut not, butter and jelly sauce. Tell him not like Mustafer what to do. 
uh, on the defensive line every play. Like I think, given all that, Harbaugh is going to test it, which I'm, I'm as a fan, I'm cool with. I would like to just put him in a phone booth if possible. Um, but I guess we'll have to see what happens with that. That's going to be huge. That's going to be through a quarter and a half. You're going to be like, okay, what's actually happening here? I hope that's what Michigan tries to do. As gross as it is, because of how bad her secondary's been all season. Um, but yeah, I hope they try to run the ball. I hope they actually. I hope they throw the ball ten thousand times. So I went actually. Yeah, that's, that's what I meant. I just don't know why my brain wasn't functioning right there. Okay, okay, I hope okay. they throw the ball a thousand times. I think our best chance is to get lucky with some bad JJ pocket presence and maybe force a couple turnovers. Um, and just have them throw the ball a million times. Because I do think they could probably run it down our throat. I'm just nervous for, like Grant said, like there's nothing more painful to watch than to see your team just get the ball ran down their throat. Um, and I feel like Michigan's going to try to do that. And I think this is just the one the one time that Michigan's finally going to connect on a deep post when it's going to mm. matter the most. It's going to be a lot like the Don from People Jones where you're playing Ugh. the entire game in a phone booth and one player makes the 80 yard touchdown to separate because everything. Trey Person is on an island for no you're reason. You're going to be so hyper-focused, so hyper-focused in on the run game. Like, we have to stop the run, stop the run, stop the run, and you're doing it. And then just one play action, you you catch one. Or even like... Um, that, that's that, what I'm more nervous yeah. for. Like I know that Michigan's going to break a long run. I just know that's going to happen. It's part of football. Like, it's eventually going to... It's the 60-yard passing touchdown that is debilitating. Yes. Where I sink into my chair and I just don't even want to watch the game. I mean, uh, but like if they have a 60-yard run like Penn State, that's going to hit the same. That's going to suck. No, if it goes for it's, six. It hits way different. I, I don't think it will just because that's you're, you guys are averaging 241 yards per game on the ground. And to me, like that 60-yard run is like a 20-yard run because you're in the red zone already. Like you're, That's your bread and butter. It's like... It's like Devontae Smith scoring a touchdown for Alabama two years ago. It's like, okay, we knew that this was going to happen. It's just only a matter of time. And another added wrinkle making me think back to the 2019 game when you when you brought – well, that was DPJ. It was a different year. But 2019 when it was a great game from Michigan, they had – now, JJ's more athletic than Shea Patterson, especially running the football. That's going to be another – element for scotty hazelton to have to factor in and we've seen that i that hope give. jj runs it i'd rather have jj run it for 100 yards than yeah donovan and uh quorum run for 150 but i'm saying when it comes to the whole rpo action like there was a vivid play with shea running an rpo rpo towards the end of 2019 where cornelius johnson is wide open on a blown coverage so like there might just be so much action in that run game where maybe it's not a beautiful deep post maybe it's an rpo where they bite on jj and he steps back and it's a wide open you know pass i think as a michigan fan you have to think that having jj in the run game is going to add another element to to things that hopefully will be in your favor because I mean, last year, I don't. Their game plan wasn't really to try to run the ball a ton. They like actively try to throw on early downs. So we don't really know if they can run over this Michigan State team. We don't. Michigan's going to score a bunch of points. I think this is so. going to happen. I they're, think they're so. going to score a bunch of points. Here's the Michigan unless State, they get turnover prone or this or that. 60-yard touchdown run turns into a 50-yard run that gets chopped down at the 10, and your guys is all American the best goal, goal line, line defense. defense. In- it's but seriously, statistically like, the best goal line defense like, in the country. Michigan's first two drives against Penn State. The reason that game was Penn State winning 
was because Michigan bullied them. Everyone who saw the first half was like all the stats, the first downs, 200 yards to like 10, moved everywhere they needed to go, but kicked two field goals, only up 6 nothing. And then you get a long play to Jane Reed, long play to Keon Coleman. You score, you're up 7-6. to six. In the box score, you're getting dummied. But on the scoreboard, you're holding to a field goal. I can see Evan's eyes twinkling a little bit. Like, if you get this team, if you bend, don't break to the best of your ability, there's a path for Michigan State in this game to to make it really a sweaty. Into 14 late. bush lights deep. I can talk myself into winning that game at 7-6 to six after the first quarter. Yeah. You're going to be 14 bush lights deep. Dude, it's, looking, it's a slow burn. It is an yeah, all-day thing, Alex. It's coming off the bye week. So all you're saying, if I come over, I got to get there at 9 a.m. and we're just going to get after like we're tailgating on a Saturday. Whenever, I will tailgate in my driveway all day. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to sleep in Saturday, but after that. Well, yeah, I'm sleeping in Saturday too, but after that. <laughs> um, um, I do. The other thing is just, like you said, like kicking field goals. Can Michigan State make them drive the entire field? No big plays. We're prone to it. Um, can you just make them? It's it. It's kind of like the NFL now, where everyone's just playing cover two, play deep, and see how many NFL teams can drive the length of the field. See if Michigan drive the length of the field and actually score a touchdown on you. We know that's we're gonna know. Player. I don't know if you guys are gonna know, but I'm gonna know within the first quarter if like what is gonna happen in this game. It's gonna be that easy to tell. Either Michigan's uh, going to take a quick seven nothing lead. We're going to go three and out, and the game's going to oh, be great. over yeah, that I'll, fast. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that after our first offensive drive. If we go three and out, they score seven nothing. Game is a thousand percent. You have to compete within the first five minutes, or the, or the, all the momentum's on the home team because the crowds can start backing them. We will be so effed if, in, if we go down early in 2019. Like, in you guys got up seven nothing fast. Yeah, no, it's, I'm not saying we're going to win if we keep it close, but if it's Seven seven at the end of the first quarter, and we have the ball. It'll probably be a, a reasonably close game for a while. If it's fourteen nothing to start the second quarter, and Michigan has the ball, the game is one thousand percent going to be like forty nine to three. And it's well, we're not going to make a field goal. We don't have special teams unit. So yeah, that's why I thought Evan, another. That's what I thought Evan was going to say with field goal was like, can Michigan State make one? What Michigan State does have an advantage in is if it does get in a weird um, Iowa. Punter's weird, battle. like punt punt battle. We don't even know. If we Michigan's have the punter best punter punt. in the country statistically, so that should help. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know only, much about Michigan's punter though. They're both really good. They're both really good punters, just not uh, the best. Ooh. Um, Jinx the my, punters. Oh, I hate that feeling. <laughs> my last be a oh, punt for yeah. sure. <laughs> my last uh, stat I brought to the table was another big part. Um, with Michigan is susceptible to with their offense of wanting to kind of run is getting into third and shorts, third and twos, third and threes, third and fives. They tend to stay out of third and tens. The most part is a team with the way the Harbaugh likes to play. But if Michigan State can dig deep and be different, that would help them. But if you're a Michigan fan, it makes you feel good. They're 98th in the country out of 131 teams getting off the field, 43% of the time teams convert their third downs against MSU. I was going to tell you, we can't get so, off the field on third down to save our life. We if, did against Wisconsin, but that offense sucks. I mean, that's a key stat there where, like, if you're a Michigan fan and your first couple of drives, you're getting stuffed on third and somewhat shorts, so that's nerve-wracking. That's like, this defense is bad at that, but you're letting them this do that to you. This defense is better than 
what they've shown with the position changes and with people healthy. They're still not very good. So yeah, some of I these mean, stats are going to be a little different when you actually see the product on the field because there's a lot of different things going on since, like, we haven't had this defense really since, like, week one. Yeah. Um, but last week, I mean, Wisconsin, you guys had it. You had people back. Right, and that was our best defensive performance of the season. Good, but still. Wasn't I mean, great. I'm not saying they're good. They're not. Yeah. They're still bad, but they're better than – the Washington, the Minnesota game, like well, you those were play, disgusting. You don't have to play BVS unless they do because he's really invested in the rivalry. They might play BVS. Uh, BVS then. comes in to, uh, I don't remember his role, but he does have a role still. Good for him. Um, biggest matchup, any X-Factor matchup you guys are locked in? I think we might all have the same one. I wrote down one to make me think of the question, but what do you guys think? is An the X-Factor matchup that we think we have like an advantage in or that we think Michigan has an advantage in? Just... What's going to matter the most? Uh, Michigan's O line against Michigan State's D line, and then oh, the reverse. Mind. Just the trenches on both sides. Because Michigan State's offensive line is garbage. Michigan's O line is elite. We have to see if our D line can hold up at all. We'll find out. Probably not. I think if between those, if you made me pick, I think I'd be more interested to see how State's offensive line can game plan or scheme for Michigan's D line. Because I think we they know. They have to get push. Like, we know, I don't see how Michigan walks out of this game averaging less than four yards per carry. Like, I think their unit is that bulletproof unless they are facing Georgia's defense where it's like, okay, they might just stuff you. And I, You guys know I respect Slayton Barrow a lot. I just think the way this Michigan offensive line is cooking. It's like the they, linebackers and tackling that has been the issue for us all year. That so. as well. So I would be interested to see, like, can they neutralize or scheme away? Because Michigan State's offense is – predicated on deep balls to a big extent can they give that time and then that's where my matchup comes in is Reed and coleman versus turner and green i mean that's that's gonna peak me is like who know shows up fast. who shows up D- does one get beat early and then make a play late or is it consistently exposed penalty i mean do you think exposed? michigan's gonna go one-on-one island corners all game not all game because they, I mean, they're not going to need to. Michigan Don can Brown sit here. back, <laughs> can sit back in a deep zone all game because we can't run the ball. Yeah, yeah, they they will like, they will put guys. I mean, like DJ Turner is susceptible. He got beat against Penn State once. He got beat against Indiana once. Jaden Reed beat like, him once last year. But it's like, is it over and over and over again? No, That's because Michigan's going to sit back in a deep zone. They're not going to have to do that. Like I'm fully going to have safeties over the top. They move them around a lot. I don't know. I think it will surprise you, especially if you. It'd be dumb not to because they, Michigan State cannot run the football at all. Well, unless our offensive linemen take a bunch of steroids, become the greatest offensive lineman for two hours, and can somehow push back Michigan's D line, which I've seen crazier things happen. But if I was Michigan's defensive coordinator, I'd be just like, "Yep, let's just put safeties over the top all game long and see if Michigan State can do anything about it." And we probably won't. Jim Harbaugh said the run game for Michigan State is legit. Yeah, he is coach, coach speak. <laughs> coach speak. Because <clears throat> um, he hasn't watched a second if that if he actually thinks that. To answer the Instagram question we got, Evan, do you think MSU's only shot to win is throwing 50-50 balls to Reed Coleman, or is that too simple? That's way too simple. Okay. That would never work if you just threw a 50-50 ball every play. It's no, more I mean, no. than that. You have to be it balanced. Knows. I think yeah. you get the gist, though. It's like, is it a Ricky White? I get it. Is it a Ricky White? Is that what needs to happen? That was just their, their Don Brown, the coach, garbage. when that happened. 
No. Was Don Brown D coordinator no. when that happened? Uh, wait. Yeah, he might have been. Yeah, he was. Because yes. no defensive coordinator is that stubborn to just continually leave the worst cornerback I've ever seen on an island all game long. Yeah, when Rocky game, Lombardi is the greatest deep ball thrower I've ever I think, seen. I think that game got Don Brown fired now that I think about it. Yeah, I think Probably was, should have. That whoever was coaching needed to be fired. Yeah, because McDonald was in 2021. Oh, yeah. And then Minter. So, yeah. That was it. That was it for Don Brown. Don Brown got fired from Rocky Lombardi. <laughs> so, yeah, no. That, it, they're never going to have the opportunity to do that all game long. But, no. No, that's not their only shot. Alex, what are your adjusted goals for MSU for the remainder of the season? Ben V wants to know. Uh, make a bowl game, for sure. That would be nice. Uh, I was looking at the schedule earlier. Michigan, Penn State, you could probably chalk those up at the moment on paper's losses. So that's two more losses. Don't tell Evan that, that. That puts us to six, and then you have to win out. And all of a sudden, Illinois is a top 20 team in the country. So. Illinois is legit. You have to beat Illinois, Michigan, or Penn State. Oof. I think you got a good chance against Rutgers in Indiana. The Gers. So, yeah, make a bowl game. Um, his question, quick one about, is this the Michigan team you expected to see going into this year for their play style with JJ at QB? You guys feel free to back me up or disagree. I think so. Like, I know people want excitement, but, like, this is Jim Harbaugh at the helm, so I don't think he was just going to turn into – yeah, why to would you? Ta- to a Valoa, Alabama, like spread it out to what playmakers? Like, who are we throwing the ball to on the outside? Yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure we said in the beginning of the season that Donovan Edwards could be just as good or better than all the other running backs in the room too. So that we fully receivers. expected Michigan to run the ball, and he's a better receiver than all the receivers on the team. Yeah, why would you so take no, the no, ball no, away from your best unit and your two probably your two best players on offense? Probably, like, guaranteed the best two players on their offense. Like, I don't care who is the quarterback. Yeah, you could put Rocky Lombardi out there, even with that cannon, um, and he'd hand the ball off 45 times a game. Joe Millen. No, No, he's he's too much of a cannon. You'd have to throw the ball with Joe. He's got a cannon. (laughs) Tom Brady, Patrick Mahomes, Cam Newton, all in one. Um, Ben's other question. Are there any more aspects of Michigan that need to be proven legit in your eyes? Yes. He needs to see a stronger D-line and linebacker play against the run. They were encouraging against Penn State. To piggyback off that, um, and then need verification that J.J. is that dude consistently. Yeah, I think Evan's spoken to that. Evan's point. Deep ball, J.J. need it, will need it in a big game. Um, thinking like oh, he's connecting Col- on that deep post on Saturday. Col- Columbus and whatnot. When you think about that. You need a deep need to be able to hit that. Can't miss that. Even Cade, not even Cade, but Cade was able to hit his deep ball to Cornelius Johnson in the Ohio State game. Have to hit it. Can't miss it. Um, and linebacker play. Linebacker play for Michigan is not great. That might be not. I think I saw their both their starting linebackers combined for two tackles for loss this whole year. So they are they rely on Mozzie Smith, who is just a freak of a human really, being. He's pretty good. So and part of that is Nikai Hill Green, starting linebacker from last year. I don't think he's going to play this year. He's been eight games now, and he's not playing still. So he hasn't played this year. He's not played in the game, so that's also a thing where the depth. If there's an injury, you're relying on a true freshman to step in. So Junior linebacking Paulson's still the linebacker. Yeah, him and Mike Barrett, who's still there, who's like six years. Mike Barrett's still there. Who used to be the Viper the guy that made saved. the giant hit against Minnesota during yeah. the COVID season? He's a starting still playing football. Wow, yeah, that is stunning. Yeah, so yeah, no.
don't know about that. I'm just I mean, he's, he's not that good. No NHG, Nikai Hill Green. So that linebacker play is very. But everything else, I mean, I think the D line has been solid. Like I just said, they need to not know one great player, but be good enough to get all the sacks that Jabo and Hutchinson could get. But again, they still have tests in front of them with better offensive lines. So we'll see. They won't be tested much on Saturday. Maybe. You never know. Like, I don't know if Ben's going to get that You're not going to have confirmation from this game. Yeah, I don't think he's going to get the validation from JJ because he doesn't have to do much. Yeah. He, he might not get that. He, the the he, only time JJ might really get tested is Ohio State where he's going to ha- probably have to do He could do like the same thing as last year like Kate did. Like, we all were bashing Kate like, oh, he's just a game manager. He can only throw for 150 yards a game. Um, and then he throws for... Oh, damn near 400 against Michigan State, but peasant secondary. What we yeah. realized is the scheme was there to throw the ball more, and that's what you might see. So his stats might be a little bit better, but your run game's better this year, so I don't know if you need him that much. I'd be shocked I, if Michigan tried to throw the ball a bunch on Saturday. I would like a deep post to be hit, though. Like you just that wanna, is going to hit. You Evan, just after having said that, that can guarantee that's. I can see it now. Or a deep what fade, whatever. Like just a deep, uh, like an air yard past forty yards or more that he actually puts in a good spot. Because I haven't seen it since like the non-conference schedule. Angelo Rice will blow a coverage. There's no doubt. Um, quickly, I know it all sucks, but I would like to acknowledge that any trash talk you guys have seen, the big storyline with this game throughout the years, really has made or break this. Alex, I think you rolled your eyes. Have you seen anything that's really irked you this week leading up to the game? Braylon Edwards is just a raging scumbag, and so is Taylor Juan, and I despise them. Like, I would never... Like, they're, like, shitty humans. Some of the tweets Taylor Lewan is tweeting out, too, are just, like, disgusting. I don't even know what his problem is. Tweeting cheetahs, like, having sex with each other. I mean, what's wrong with that guy? What I'm I glad tell... Taylor Lewan broke his leg or tore his ACL. He's a garbage football player. He's, 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 he's a garbage human being. Evan, he's a fellow Titan. Don't care about him. He's a waste of money. He's, He's a actually reason. done a lot of shitty shit. The Titans picked him over Jack Conklin, and you saw what happened to their offensive line ever since Jack Conklin left. So, I think what's tough. The what I hate is dumb. What I hate is that they work for two media companies, so they're like they ha- their their job is they have to keep talking. I hate it. I wish they just were like car salesmen, or like Taylor was, you know, not injured and focused on the Tennessee season. Um. So that sucks. Yeah, they're a joke. I they're buffoons. That's what I was thinking to myself. They're just buffoons. They're idiots. Like I'm all so stupid. I mean, it'd be one thing. So there's well, there's a couple of things that cross the line. I don't want to go too long because they don't deserve any attention. But I do want no, people that listen do. to our show to understand that we don't. I don't, as a Michigan fan, condone it. And they're losers, and no one should listen to them. Is like Luan. Like fine, you can talk a little smack as alumni do, but. You made an ass out of yourself last year, but then to double down so tone deaf and then with his past that we you guys discussed, posting that image of the hyenas just going at it, don't need it. Like, that's just zero Especially self-awareness. The, um, I don't know how to describe it without saying it out loud, but... Connotations of what he has accused of in the past. Like, maybe just don't... Correct. No self-awareness. And then with Braylon just Edwards... moron. Braylon Edwards crosses a line... like. I don't like him guaranteeing wins and talking crap before a game, but it's his prerogative. You can't like attack a single like Xavier Henderson. You can't attack a college player and basically 
call someone terrible, like there should be more of a mutual respect in the fraternity of college football players, especially at those schools where you're not also, like Xavier Henderson is not terrible whatsoever. And he was hurt. He's like, he's had four tackles since his comments. Like he was hurt, Braylon. Like you don't shit on a college a football moron. player. Like we don't moron. like we don't like college football players, but we don't like well, we get mad. <laughs> Some of them we, we do. And also but it's we different. didn't play college football. We didn't so play we're college just football. supposed to talk about it. And honestly, our mouthpiece, I feel like if we were on a show that got well, I can't I mean, there's this show probably does it gets clicks because it's so dull and people put it on the clips on, but I doubt there's that many people watching it start to finish. But if we were on a bigger platform where we knew like it get picked up and like ta- like in tagging people in the tweet, it's just so gross. Um yeah, that's really embarrassing. I hate I hate those guys. They're they're the worst. I wish they would just be quiet or like have more fun like i compare it to like portnoy when it comes to michigan he's just such a troll and like so joking over the top it's different whereas like luan and braylon ever specifically are like really personal like dave portnoy's gonna be like xavier henderson sucks he's just gonna no, like say gonna be like Michigan's he's just gonna the best he's just gonna troll yeah it's like there's a there's a difference where it's like almost mean spirited um it was nice to hear cornelius johnson receiver from michigan drop a nice quote that i need to remind myself the game will not be won on social media that was good i was like yeah you know what that's what i needed to hear so i like stopped getting angry about losers online this whole week um i've been actually doing pretty well i'm avoiding twitter i know uh you guys thought i'd be deep in it i've avoided quite a bit i haven't seen too much trash talk and it's actually really refreshing i don't know about you evan i know you're diving deep into that (laughs) i've seen it more last week when it was a we're all on a bye week than this week Mm. Some of the arguments I see on Twitter have just gotten so stupid that I can't even I can't even look at them. I've seen enough of it probably for the both of us, Alex. So I'll, I'm going to try to log you're off. You're deep in the weeds. <laughs> you're deep in the um, Cassius Winston Trey Burke debates that I've seen going on. What I act no, what I actually as I like seeing the press conferences. I like seeing what the players and coaches are saying, just to get a vibe of the building. And the one thing that makes me really confident and feel good as a Michigan fan is that this feels like one of the first times in my life that. The inside the Michigan walls, they're outwardly saying, not that I don't like them being like, we're going to win. We're the better team. Like, I at least respect that they're in the game so they have a chance to prove that. That's better than Luan and Edwards doing it. But they're saying how big of a game this is. Whereas, like, Jim Harbaugh used to be one game at a time, no games bigger than the next. It's nice to see Mozzie Smith be like, this is a state championship game. Like, last year sucked. No one talked to each other on the bus ride home from East Lansing. We want this bad. Like, this means more because that's how I feel. I know I Michigan fans. Ever was anything but that. But Michigan fans play the, the oh, like, yeah, they're not even a rival. Like, no, like, I really want to win this game because I live next to Michigan State. I'm friends with Michigan State people more than Ohio State people. Like, this game means a lot. I'd like not to lose. I'd like my team I root for to take it more seriously than Maryland or Indiana. So let's just, like, buckled down so it's been good to hear them say that it makes me feel better about it that but grant the michigan twitter fans they think that michigan state is not even their second biggest rival so like you might yeah. not get great uh fan support in the big house and like no one really cares well it's like you're playing rutgers you, can't the now, now that you got your butt kicked 10 last 14 years you, you should think have so, all Evan, you think so yeah i mean i could see like old heads in the 60s and 70s be like oh notre dame when i was growing up like with lou holtz like that's fine i'll i can't argue that because i wasn't alive but like now you don't even play notre dame it's Michigan State is a clear two. Just admit we had better teams when we've won the last previous whatever ten out of the last fourteen years. Just admit that we had better teams. Just admit that, and we're all okay. Well, I, each year I the better team wins. 
and don't blame it on somebody else when you lose. Well, Facts. yeah, the excuses are also just so ridiculous. If we were to win, the, I can't wait to see what they would be. I hope we get the opportunity to see those. I do and I'm sure it. that our fan base does some of the same stupid shit. There's some... There's some just in my experience, in the I Michigan don't know State if you can call me out on it. I see more Michigan fans make excuses than Michigan State fan excuses. Though I can tell you right now, the only thing that's going to... It's not going to irk me, but it's just I know it's going to happen. And I'm just going to be like, I don't think I'd be saying that. Is I know State fans would be like, oh, he's still 1-2 against Tucker if they win. It's like, okay. like yeah, we're just That's just not going to be on my mind. I'm just, my, my, I already have my defense. Oh, we stink. <laughs> um, it's not It's not even an argument. We do stink. The better team's going to win on Saturday. That's all I'm going to yeah, and, and that's okay. And um, we can all live with that. Predictions. And I don't. We may not land on anything right now, but I want to know if does anyone want to do a friendly wager for the game since our teams are playing? Mm-hmm. Oh, are you going to oh, give I us had the a, points? Uh, question sent in: um, How much money on either Michigan State or Michigan to cover, and why is all the money on Michigan State to cover? Could you say that again? Okay, somebody was asking. They asked the question: Should I put all my money on Michigan State or Michigan to cover? And then he topped that with: I? And why, why am I, I putting all my money on Michigan State? Okay. Probably because this is a Michigan State fan, um, or they're a Michigan does fan. Not pick just trying to hedge. He does not pick sides. Hmm. Really? So this is some middleman. I don't know. Middle I wouldn't. Ad- I wouldn't advise it. I wouldn't. I, wouldn't bet on it. I said you're mad bad if you do it. I was thinking like I don't know. Maybe we can this work is a it serious out. Serious question. Yeah. You muted, but I assume you said yes. Twenty-two is a weird number. I would. I guess I would put Michigan State because it's three touchdowns. So but I bad. wouldn't feel good about placing it on either team. I don't feel good about this. The spread's too wonky. I wouldn't touch this. No, because it's not a slam Unless dunk. Unless I'm paying and paying for like, if I was like going to put money on this game, I'd put it on Michigan. So that you know the loser approach, where if the Michigan wins, then and they cover, I make money. If Michigan State covers and it's close, and or they like shocked the world and won, then I'm totally cool with losing the money. That's how I would bet. If 2019 had never happened. I would say Michigan State, easy, because like Jim Harbaugh's never blown out Michigan State. But then you can play, oh, well, it could be like 2019, and then they cover. So or it'll like, be like 2020, and they'll win. Or they'll win. That one, yeah. That I was looking back at 2020. Michigan was also terrible. They just happened. The samples, yeah, the sample size. It was the second game of the year. We played one game. Everyone jumped to conclusions Correct. about their teams. Like this is It a was crazy different. that that line opened as big as it did. Like, like actually crazy. Well, we, we had Cam Newton and Patrick Mahomes as our quarterback. Yeah. Um, so maybe we do something where like, because if you guys remember correct, through Alex's good advice, he was like, let's just go pretty much radio silent on Twitter for this game because it doesn't make sense. We don't need to tweet. We can't hype up either side, but maybe no, no. the winner no. gets to no. say something. Because it's not, it's not, no, it's not a one point spread where it's like a fair, no, no, no. Okay. There's no, there's no bias tweeting. All right. Well, we'll table it because it's already a long show. We'll think of. We'll I think just told of, you no. We'll think of something, and then we'll text the, it. We can tweet big plays, can't we? We could retweet. You like, can't. You can't like tweet like let's go when like Jaden Reed scores a sixty yard <laughs> touchdown, which is what you're gonna want to do. Jeez, <laughs> when we go up seven nothing the first time. And then what Grant's can gonna want to do? Can I tweet out when, stop the count? Can I tweet out? Can I tweet out stop the count? No, I, you can't. I was just saying post game, you get one tweet. Of one post game tweet, and Grants will just be like, wow. Oh my gosh. Did you say wins, wins, Alex? I have the perfect post game tweet already 
already thought about in my brain. So uh, uh, you're gonna be so disappointed because that tweet's never gonna see the light of yes, day. Yes, it is. It's going to happen. <laughs> Scores. Scores. Michigan State twenty nine. Michigan twenty eight. Stop it. Alex, I would never pick Michigan to beat Michigan State. No matter how much I think it's going to happen, I will never pick Michigan to beat Michigan State. No. Grant. I will never pick Michigan State. Give us that blowout murder next. Give me that. No, no, I'm not doing it. I'll sit here for 30 minutes. All right, pep speech for the boys in blue. 2020 was a joke. Can I have a question? Answer. I need to interrupt Grant. Throw them off. Are you guys really wearing all mace? I, no one knows. It's tight-lipped. Tight-lipped. If you guys do, I We're think that's minus black. one touchdown for you guys. There are one all and black against mace. One and zero all time in all mace. So good vibes against Florida. It's poopy Ugh. team. And I think we've only lost in all blue once, and that was to Georgia. Well, technically, well, basically if, we come Georgia. Out all, if we come out in all white, you guys won because <laughs> we're, we're three teams. nine in those. We have to wear green, white, white. That is the winning combo. That I think is the winning combo. What if we go white or yellow top, blue pants, Evan? What the? F- I don't think I've ever seen you wear those. Have you? Reverse or they wore no, them in the spring never. or something or a recruiting photo shoot. Recruiting I've seen visits. that picture. Reverse, reverse, original. Just wear your traditional uniforms, please. No, they're both boring. And we're That's going white, white. Connor Cook, baggy white long sleeves. That is. The I think combo. Donnie Edwards' arms out after a sixty-yard touchdown would look sweet in all maze. I I can see the picture. Just give us the score. You don't need to give us a pep talk. Well, I do. This means a lot for me. Twenty twenty was an absolute joke. I seriously considered with listener Brad firing Jim Harbaugh the next day if we could choose. I was like, this is done. Someone needs to be fired. Don Brown was fired. Okay. 2021, biggest game ever, first year of the podcast. Thought Incredible felt good. Up 30 to 14 with four minutes left in the third. It's crazy even to say out loud. A collapse like the New England Patriots against the Falcons in the Super Bowl. Just an absolute joke. I mean, Sanders still hitting the Paul Bunyan. He's now a defensive back. Now we're here. Now we're here. The huge spread again, nerve-wracking. But... I hate, I hate to say it, as an unbiased national You're football You're putting a hat on for this. This is reporter, a joke. <laughs> skunk, be kidding me. Skunk Bears 44, Spartans 20. Go blue. Oh, they cover, Grant. They cover by one and a half points. 44. In full transparency, I had 42-20, but I wanted them to cover, so I bumped it to 44 in the honor of Evan Camus. Crazy scores. <laughs> Okay. Alex, give the Spartan upset. I think... (laughs) We're going to head into the fourth quarter knotted up at 24. Um, I'm I'm naked on my floor (laughs) if that happens. It's 24-24 to start the fourth quarter. What? And Michigan wins 41-24. Michigan made a field goal. Michigan made a field goal. 30 is the magic number. And then Michigan blows them out in the fourth quarter. How bad? I just said it. I was like, what did I just say? I don't 41-34. Know. Or 41-24. We don't score in the fourth. Michigan puts up like two two touchdowns and a field goal. One of which is a bumble six or pick six. But so Michigan State covers. 29-28 from Evan. 44-20. 41-24. Yep. All right. 
Those are your predictions for the Paul Bunyan Trophy. We'll see. I'll tell you this. If Michigan loses, you're not going to want to miss next episode. <laughs> I just dark. want this game to be close so bad. I am dark. totally fine. I'm not totally fine, but I am. I would love a loss by a field goal versus a just murder fest. And usually I opt for the murder fest. This one I want to opt for the depressing field goal loss. Um. Now, quickly through the rest of the show, Lions, Cowboys, no great transition to that. We will start with listener Ben's question. I think it sets the stage well. So, long question short, the Lions have underperformed. We know this. Have the fans in public been overreacting lately? Meaning, a year ago, we knew this would be a painful rebuild after the last regime left us with nothing. We are now starting to see drafted players actually contribute. Hutch, Pascal, Okuda, yet to see on JMO. Injuries obviously remain an issue. Additionally, are you guys willing to remain patient until next year? Or is this regime getting closer to the hot seat as well? So we we touched on it a little last week with, with Dan Campbell year three epiphanies. But do you guys feel the fan base is overreacting? I want to kick it to Evan because Evan had a huge reaction after this Cowboys game. Can in you Jerry just World. read your text? Sure. See if I can find them. Long story short, we're never going to win anything ever again. It was depressing. Evan, while you look, I actually am starting to buy at this point in my fandom, I'm starting to buy into the city as a whole being cursed. And I have several potential <laughs> factors of why this is <laughs> worth time. Curse last night. I've seen a couple and I think I'm they so all work together. Them. I'll say those for after Evans. I found them. But this it, it just stemmed from me watching Monday Night Football. Yeah, okay. it just got dark. It fast. stemmed from me watching Monday Night Football from our conversation talking about why can't we have like a solid team like the Giants and Jets? Yeah. Who both and then I was again. thinking about both it. Then again. I watched Kenneth Walker highlights against the Chargers and realized I think they're four and three. They're first they're, in their division. They're the third team in the NFC. Yeah. And then I realized watching Monday Night Football, I was like, I think I'd rather be the Bears fan than a Lions fan right now. Yeah, I would rather be a Bears fan than a Lions fan. They have a Young, studly quarterback. Studly. That is that. mobile. Okay. The, the, I don't know if he's it, a stud. He's makes some glaring mistakes, but then also makes crazy plays. We'll see. He's just cooler than Jared It's Goff. way cooler to watch. There's no he, doubt. Uh, they are going through a rebuild, like a full rebuild. They're not like half doing it where they have like some veterans come and like give the false hope of like, oh, we have some nice pieces here. Yeah, they just got rid of Bob Quinn today. Want to be <laughs> Not either. our Bob Quinn. Other Bob Quinn. <laughs> Robert. Shotguns. Come on. Um, you can't say Bob Quinn. And it's just one of those things. Like, they're, they are more competitive than us. And their roster stinks. More wins. Two more wins. And I said, I'd rather be his Bears fan. And I asked my family members. One said, yeah, I'm with you there. I, I can see that. And the other one frantically said no. Um, it just and then it just hit me like why can't we be competitive because and we're cursed I have several reasons I don't know if it's cursed and then it'll and I went on managing. bears know how to re, no, bears know how to rebuild they're well, beating the Patriots Evan, the bears put up 34 points on the same that defense that doesn't mean that because you zero. win a game your re your rebuild's complete and you're good. I'm not now. saying the rebuild's complete. I'm not saying the Bears are good. The Bears are still. We beat the Cardinals last year when they started the season nine and zero or something crazy. 
why can't we be competitive? We have better talent on our roster than most of the teams that are in front of us, but we can't be competitive. Because you got yeah. Jamal fumbling. You, you were not competitive in the second half of the <sighs> the Dallas Cowboys game. You had Jamal a chance Williams to be. needs to go watch anime more because he's a bad <laughs> running back. I like that take. I am fully in the. Ca- I don't know what it means, about. but I like I like that take. That was not Dan's fault. That was one thousand percent on Jamal Williams. I'm not saying it was on Dan's fault. I don't. I could care less I'm about Dan. Referring to our group chat, somebody was complaining about Dan, and everyone talked about fair. how you could challenge it and it moves the ball forward a half an inch. But like he's still letting go of the ball. Sorry, Grant. Give us your curse. Jamal Williams butt fumbled. Oh, I like it. Butt <laughs> yeah. fumbled. Yes, it was a horrendous play, and of course that was his first fumble in his career, which is a I, crazy. This I organization think cannot I think de- develop running out. backs. We cannot develop and find running backs in the draft. We also or don't have healthy. trainers that um, do their job correctly. Hate to call out someone's job, but why do we have the most injuries every single season? Well, yeah. Why? Well, there's teams that have more injuries, but ours are like, they're not. All our good players. And we had a bye week and like not many people got better. It actually got worse. DJ Chark went on IR after the bye week. Yeah. That's how um, bad it is going. And why, when things don't make sense, that's when conspiracies come up. You know, when it's over and over again that's when people get crazy that's when crazy things happen like 9-11 and you just can't fathom it wow so i did not expect a 9-11 reference in this podcast well it's probably the most well-known conspiracy of what people try to like except that's just not a conspiracy <laughs> i'm not saying i agree or disagree with conspiracy theories for 9-11 oh God, i'm Grant, just saying it's a conspiracy that's no, the thought, headline of this podcast i thought you were being serious i thought you were like no it's not conspiracy because it's real i was like look i don't that's all over my head um but i'm saying when crazy things happen like that like the lines being so horrendously bad and losing in inexcusable ways that's how conspiracies happen and one of them there's two curses that directly affect the lines. And then there's a curse I know you guys will all love. You especially, Alex. It affects the whole city. So the first one has to do with John F. Kennedy, yes. the president's. I'm all from, on this one. JFK's from, ghost is haunting this line. You guys are on the interwebs a little too much. Where are you guys even getting this? From <laughs> Michigan State um, Twitter star Peach James found it from a Reddit thread on Detroit Lions Reddit. The real I curse of the Lions. Something else. So I think we all know, we talked about with Stafford, the curse of Bobby Lane. When we traded a quarterback, the Lions, the year after he won a Super Bowl, which was an NFL championship, and he said the Lions won't win for 50 years. And that came true. So that expired, and everyone thought, okay, since they let Stafford leave and win a Super Bowl, that exonerates them from the Bobby Lane curse, which I think we can safely assume the Bobby Lane curse is dead. We let a quarterback leave, and he won a Super Bowl. Fine. But I did not know... William Clay Ford Sr. bought the Lions on the same day, near the same time of the day the JFK was assassinated, while riding in a Ford vehicle. So, the moment the Lions were owned by the Fords, the President of the United States was shot in the head, riding in a car <laughs> made by the Fords. It's just, it's not good. So, they're saying that the ghost of JFK is vindictive, and he potentially has doomed our franchise to hell. It doesn't sound that crazy. I'm all in on it. It's the ghost of JFK's haunting Ford Field. 
He we doesn't have shirts. anything better to haunt than no. the lions. I mean, I guess he did lose his life because of the forts. He probably haunts a lot of things, but it'd be a nice little cherry on top. The other one stems so, from... This is so ridiculous. An alive person. The fact that we won't pay Calvin Johnson $1.6 million will hang over this franchise. We will not... We will not franchises that operate like that do not win things. So until they pay Calvin Johnson $1.6 million, which is the equivalent to us finding a quarter in the back cushion of our seat car and hanging it to a friend when you're a NFL franchise, that's gonna that's a real curse as well. Yeah. So we have those two. And then that the one, one I buy. The one that hit me, which thank goodness prayers up that Dylan Larkin is okay. But when Dylan Larkin went down, Evan, I got was in a dark place. I'm like all of our good players get hurt. And I think there's a potential that we will struggle to win because of Alex's least favorite person or favorite person, Chris Illich. Chris Illich, in like 2015, District of Detroit, it finally hit me. He went to the board of Detroit people who make those decisions and said, hey guys, I'd like you to fund $325 million for my stadium. And I, in exchange, I will build a beautiful District of Detroit. We all saw the blueprints of the shopping district, the people eating out. The stadium got built. District of Detroit never got made bad karma so i think little c's arena is cursed and mm. i think we're screwed until we build district detroit mm. so there's three factors working in our sports town that are really bad i rest my case alex you seem like you we're realize just, that we're doing all in we're just so bad at everything that we are now sitting here at 9 p.m on a wednesday discussing things that are so ridiculous and mm. pretending <laughs> To make ourselves feel better that our sports no, franchises feel worse, are cursed. cursed. We got the um, curse. Whatever. What, what are the ghosts of JFK, Calvin Johnson, and Chris Illich have in common? The Detroit Lions. The curses. Of Detroit sports. They hate Detroit Lions. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, positive, my guys. No easy transition. Hutchinson and Okuda balled out. So, point Balls. for my Jeff. Jeff played well. Jeffy. No, he didn't just play well, Alex. He played fantastic. I'm Team Jeff. I'm all in on Okuda. He lays the wood, and I respect the hell out of that. He did 91 grade. Just never played DK Metcalf again. It's not good that your corner makes 14 tackles. But also, I saw that we lined up uh, Okuda at linebacker or like in the box like several, several times. Jabril Peppers. (laughs) Which is crazy. So, yeah, I love Jeff now. Jeff's my guy. Hell yeah, Alex. Good vibes. We're breaking the curse. I mean, I couldn't watch that game and still think he was bad. There's just no way. And same same kind of thing. Now I know, Evan, thank uh, you for clarifying that Hutch was down in a three-point stance. It was nice to see. I only saw him get a sack in a two-point stance. So that val- uh, validates my campaign. It's just so dumb. It's so dumb that it takes Twitter to tell Aaron Glenn how to do his job. Aaron I can't did a believe. great job this week. Please, no no shame on my neighbor this week. He did it's a just, fantastic job. It's just too slow. I don't know why they needed that long to start using him as an outside linebacker. I mean, well, that was because like JFK knowledge. was getting in his head, and he's cursed as well. So <laughs> he didn't have any control over his brain yes. until now. I can't argue with that. That's the beautiful thing about curses. That could be true. But it was a similar feeling I got to when we were booing the Lions at Ford Field against the Eagles why aren't you playing a Monroe? 
Like, why do us three idiots, now we are football analysts, but why do us three idiots have to tell our coaching staffs how to utilize their players best? That shouldn't happen. They should mm-hmm. just know what to do. Why weren't you using Amonra earlier in the offense? I don't know. And why weren't you letting Hutchinson play outside linebacker his best position? I don't know. I don't know. I don't get it. All I've learned from this podcast is that coaches are just stupid. So dumb. They might know more like nitty gritty details than us, which they should because they get paid millions of bucks. But the easy like on paper, like I can make that decision. You can make that decision. Evan can make that decision. They don't make those right. It's just stunning. Stunning. And it happens every week in every game I watch, no matter the team. It's like, why is this coach doing this? It's crazy. Speaking of coaches, are any of you guys still carrying the Ben Johnson water? Because I caught some heat. I thought everyone was going to agree with me on Twitter. Like, yeah, six points in two weeks combined is unacceptable. People are like, oh, the offense, the injuries are so bad. Blah, 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 blah. It's like, I don't know. Like, still scored six. I'm not going to call him good anymore. Like, he's got the proof. He's back on prove it. Like, I don't know what he is. I don't think it's entirely on him, but I, uh, I'm i certainly not going to drink his bath water. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> Behave. There's only a couple of people's bath water I'm drinking, Alex, and it's not his. Um, Young Ranero. Mal- Malcolm Rodriguez. <laughs> <laughs> Evan, how's the... Uh, oh, my last stat, then I'll tee it up to you, Evan, for Lions Dolphins. <laughs> Jared Goff. Just we're going to not bury the guy. We love the guy. We have to say it every no, time. We'll, let's we'll just all say first. something nice about Jared first. Alex, he had happy feet. Let's say something nice about Jared first. Happy Feet was a good movie. Say something nice. Uh, why does he only like Khalif Raymond when he's on offense? Why could he not so throw it to Josh Let's say something nice about Jared, I am. Evan. He likes Khalif Raymond. And Brock Wright. <laughs> I'm sure that's nice. Jared's really good in the community. I was just going to say that. Yeah. He's a stand-up um, guy. Find a new one then. Say something nice about his play, I dare you. He has great <laughs> taste in women. About his on-field play, I dare you to find one. He, he was a very productive player at Cal. <laughs> he, He's an NFC champion. He has not completed a ball in the air. Stop. 26 yards or more downfield. That's because Jameson's not playing. It's just really bad. Alex, I don't even know, again, if he could hit Jameson downfield. I don't know. I'm tired of the Jameson okay, excuse. Fine. I'm Did tired you're... of the Jameson excuse. It's so Me too, crap. He's not even playing this year. I'm getting mad about that, too. Guys, I was going to say something that will please both of you. Don't care. Screw the Lions. Okuda all pro. Never mind. Lose out. Alex, what is it? I was just going to say, yes, I agree. The Jared Goff experiment is over. You have to. Yes. He was indoors. He still didn't even play well. Great guy. Great backup. Well, he's indoors indoors this week, Alex. Let's see if he plays better. I'm not going to watch. Mm, busy on Sunday. No, I have got a hot day. I have nothing to do. Oh, watch your um, fantasy team lose again. I won this week, Evan. I scored the most points in the league. Congrats, bro. Thank you. Lions, Dolphins, 1 p.m. CBS. If you guys get this announcing crew right, Michigan State will win the football game on Saturday. No, Lion Eagles, son. No, Tough. I've never heard of these guys oh, ever. No, well. Uh, first letter, first name? A. Adam Amin. No. He's on Fox. Damn. All right. Spartans are getting routed. It's Andrew Catalan and James Lofton. Oh, Andrew Catalan's pretty good. What? He does college basketball all the time. 
Right. I have no idea who he is. He does college basketball games it's all the time familiar, on CBS. Honestly. Evan, how is Detroit going to win this game? And why are they going to win this game? Um, they're not going to win this game because their safety play is very poor, and Tyreek Hill's just going to get behind them 24-7. If not, Jalen Wild will be open. However, cool. um, their offensive line is somewhat okay. You just got you just, you just have to blitz, which we do. We do blitz a lot. You have to blitz too and make them get rid of the ball quicker than anticipated. So... Then defensively, Thanks. I don't really think they have that much. <laughs> I was hoping you would chime in something, Alex. Maybe contribute to this. Uh, yeah, maybe um, Alex. The Lions' nice. chances of winning and keys to winning. I just. How do we win? Do we got to get DeAndre Swift the ball if he mm. plays? I mean, dear God, never plays. Um, so you need playmakers back. You need him back because Jamal ain't it. Um. I, I just don't really see it, Evan. I'm gonna be completely honest with you. Maybe if Jamal cries again, in a it's at home. Speech. Defend the Den. Our crazy loyal fans will, I'm sure, be loud and proud as usual. I hope stunning. nobody goes. It's stunning that that stadium fills up still. Which like every, Jamal Williams' contract, and why is it hope, already too high? <laughs> I hope nobody goes. Um, I got Dolphins 42, Lions 17. Jeez, 42. That's that's ugly. I mean, the defense like played a... well last week, and Okuda is a superstar. I mean, they I have Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle. We're going to learn Tyreke... more about Jeff Okuda this week. Tyreek Hill on turf just feels like a bad little matchup. I'm excited to watch Tyreek Hill. He's awesome to watch play football. Um, I got... Somebody pick the Lions to win. I got 31-28. Oh, that was what I was going to say. But not that close. Who's I'll go. Dolphins uh, win? Dol- are you picking a Lions win? upset? Lions oh, upset? I'm not. I'm not saying who's going to win. Gavin. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dolphins. So we can get Will Anderson. Nice. Oh, who got it's a debate for? I want to talk about a no show against Tennessee. I still think he's great. I'm just saying. Shut your mouth. Strong defensive ends. Strong defensive ends in college can miss out on their big rivalry game. It's okay. Hutch needs a buddy so bad. I didn't realize the double team rate. (laughs) The double team rate. A little more, Grant. (laughs) No wonder he's not. No wonder he doesn't have a. He just pays for double digit sacks to lead the Lions to a one and sixteen record. He overruns the quarterback too much. He plays. He's gonna feel like me after Carlton Airport individual performance nailed it. (laughs) After the end of the year, he's gonna be like, you know what? Evan or Alex picked pick the Lions to win now. Now do I have to? Sure. No. I mean they're not gonna win. But let's what's say the, they do. No, what's the score? Be honest. Thirty one. Okay, I just I'm give a weird score like Evan. I I do a super weird score. Thirty two eighteen. Dolphins. Thirty two eighteen. Some super weird score that almost is like not even achievable. If you want a weird I, score, you gotta say like twenty nine to nineteen. Yeah, How are you gonna nines. get to those numbers? I need to find a score Gami and say that, but that's too I think much the, work. I know our offensive line is solid. I think the Dolphins get four sacks in this game. Dolphins I think Javon Holland is a pick for sure. Closing out with Pistons, Red Wings, Tigers thoughts. Hand up, guys. I feel I owe it to the listeners to go first. 
Pistons aren't making the playing game. Um, <laughs> Defense not sure what I was thinking. I saw them play with my own eyes, and they're just not a good basketball team. So they're so bad at defense. Yeah, they're really bad. They're down five with a minute to go. Oh my god, though, Bogdan just got fouled for an and one three. This is just like the episode they won. We might win again tonight. <laughs> Bogdan is so good, so good, dude. That that is probably the best move or, in the Troy Weaver era. Bojan, Bojan, sorry, Bojan, 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 Bogdan, Bogdan. So I would like, I would cut off a digit. He's to be awesome. able to shoot to shoot like him. I just want to be able to shoot <laughs> awesome. this stroke. We should sign him to a lot, lifetime contract. Um, another thing too. Would you guys like to defend your guy, Killian Hayes, Evan? No. One game doesn't define a player. I think it's been several. No. <laughs> One no, game. No, he was decent the first game when he didn't play that much. And everybody just has to have a punching bag for a team. Yeah, ours is supposed to be Corey Joseph, Evan. We have one. <laughs> ours is like the rest of the roster. Corey's too the, good. Our, our bench is the worst bench in the league. I think that's our, fair to say. Did you see what Dwayne Casey said today? He said our second unit just simply is not getting it done. So, yeah, second unit sucks. Thanks, Casey. Tell me something you I don't know. that, Casey. Fix it. Thanks, Casey. We also won't really be like contenders, contenders until we find a new hotshot coach. But I was hoping we could at least contend for the play in playoff games it's, with Dwayne Casey. We are five games in. Let's not like totally overreact. Now you know? the season's over with. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. No, because remember I said the hot start. You had four winnable games I to start the year. That and you won one, and you got blown out in two of them. You didn't even contend with the Knicks or Wizards. They dusted you. Evan, I don't know what Killian Hayes games you've seen. He's he's really yeah, he's, he's I just sucks. looked up his stats. He's t- terrible right now. It's still unless early, like Alex said, still early. Unless he's playing well See? tonight. If he's playing well tonight. I doubt it. He just turned 21. He just figured out what alcohol was. It's throwing him off. Nope, you can drink in Europe at like 16. Ah, but he's been um, over here for two years, so he can't drink over here. What about can I five at least, years ago? Can I at least get that? Tyrese Halliburton should have been the pick over him, Evan. Yeah. Yes, yeah, probably. I'll be crazy not to say that. Um, Killian Hayes hasn't been traded. Halliburton has. Mm. Oh, <laughs> a worse franchise than ours. Confirmed. <laughs> I respect that spin zone. Um, I'm sorry, Alex. I have done some digging. Cade Cunningham is still a vegan, which will continue to hold back his performance. What? So TNT lied to me in the preseason game. I think Charles Barkley lied to you. Wow. Also, hot seat, John Beeline for changing Kate's jump shot. Why do you do that? Dude, I don't. I know it's fun to say that. I don't know. John Beeline. No, Evan, hot seat, as in that's bad. I understand that. But do we know he's actually the one doing it? That's Yes, that's his job. That's 1,000% his job. Until someone. Player development. Correct. Changing jump shots. But Kate Cunningham has a personal trainer in Ashton Detrena. I don't think he's listening to John Beeline over Ashton Detrena. If it's if it's John if it's John if it's John Beeline Beeline doing it, I want him fired. I'll put my bias aside. But I'm not gonna bury John Beeline because I don't know if that's him. But yes, I was actually I heard people talking about Kate's jump shot and I went back and looked at Oklahoma State. I hate how it looks. I hate how his new jump shot. It looks like a push shot. I don't know who uh, he needs to go back to whatever he was doing. I don't know why. I don't know who was in his ear. He shot forty percent at Oklahoma State and he shot thirty one percent. 
last year and is on pace for 31% already. And it just looks bad. I don't, I don't know why you change it. I don't know what happened. We're cursed. That's all I can think of. Why do you change well, at 40%? They lost. So, one and four. Damn. One and four. Um, last thing I had before I kicked it to Evan was Scott Harris making moves, cleaning up dead weight in the Tigers, firing training staff, which I <laughs> talked about out. because you get every, fired. It's Great always a weird thing because we're not doctors. We don't know how injuries happen. They're freaky. But when that many guys get arm problems and everyone gets hurt, I was like, what's our training staff doing? So, Shout out to Scott Harris for just cleaning everyone out and also hiring someone from the Tampa Bay Rays who seemed to do things right. So shout out to him. Good hire. Good hire all around. At Evan, least, you know, we always say everyone's a good hire, though. We were, skeptical, we were skeptical of Dan. We wanted Rob Sala. Print the shirts. Uh, to our Red Wings correspondent, mm-hmm. scratching his neck, Evan. Yep. Anything to report from Hockey Town? Talk about yeah, that 5-2 loss first. Lost our first regular season uh, game last night. Can't go undefeated. Um, got smacked around. Got smacked around with her backup goalie in. Okay. Mm. I, I watched the YouTube highlights. They're big for me. That's huge for you. I would not watch a 5-2 loss. I pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. I want I want to see the, the suffering. It's 6-2, Grant. Um, Huso, uh, it's saving 94% starting goalie very well. Um, Grant's guys leading the team in goals. Evan, I actually have a question, just uh, really briefly. How often oh, does the backup goalie now. play? Huh? How how often do you like give your starting goalie a rest? Um, if you go back to back, usually, or if you have like a certain amount of games in a certain amount of days. So are we just tell when we have to play the backup goalie. Um, because that's a lot of goals. I mean, most teams it's that way. Most teams it's like survive in advance, hopefully get one point out of it, get it to overtime. Um, but last night was just an order of Bears. So, um, most teams you you want your backup goalie to be just above five hundred, somewhere around mm-hmm. there. But they're only playing Ours probably on average. They're they're on average like around twenty games per year. That's without any injuries from your starting goalie. This but maybe it's really... like back to back, or if like they haven't played in so long that they need like the game repetition. So. It's going to sound really ignorant, but I feel like goaltending is not that taxing that you should be able you to would play think back-to-backs. So. <laughs> but also, you're like, aren't you? You're kind of crouched like all game. It's like playing catcher for sixty minutes. It's a mental taxing, Grant. It is still physical. You're getting pucks thrown at you ninety miles an hour, and you have to do your job. Important Red right like, Wing question. I've Derek Lalonde said that we're not even ready to compete really in the middle of the East. What? Who? Our head coach. Our head co- he said that he's uh, he's told everyone to pump the brakes. I'm not even sure that we're ready to compete in the middle of the pack of the East. So maybe we should all just no, in case we go severely downhill. Lalonde. I'm you guys now. Well, tomorrow's not going to help the fight because we're going into the garden and playing a six and one 12 Rangers? points already on the year Bruins team. Oh, we're playing Shesterkenberger yeah. in the garden. Um, Let's go in there and win. I don't think Why not? He has Barrage. like a focus on what's going on, you know? I mean, it's some... okay to say that if our head coach is telling me that we're not very good, I'm going to believe him. And I, I don't respect the honesty. But just like, I don't think our coach is seeing what I'm seeing. Compete. I think he used the wrong no, words. He said we can't compete in anything. the middle of the pack. I don't know the exact quote, but it was basically saying like we're not ready to compete really even for like the middle playoff spots. Look. Huso for Vesna, 
Cider for Norris. What is the most valuable player in the offensive league yet? What's that trophy called? Can't even tell you. Con Smythe. Larkin for Con Smythe. Why not us? Come on. We're aren't we like eighth place in the we're we're making we're in the playoffs right now. <laughs> Any shot Trey Young misses two free throws. Uh last thing about the Pistons. Jalen Duran needs to start over Isaiah Stewart sooner than later. Correct. I saw a one-minute cut-up that I liked on our account for this podcast. I did not retweet because I didn't want to bury a kid, but Isaiah Stewart might be the worst screen setter in the entire league. It's gross. He doesn't touch. For being a big bully that he claims to be, he doesn't touch bodies out there. It's gross. So until he starts catching bodies in screens like his ancestor Bill Lambert used to do, knock people out. Ancestor? He's alive, Grant. Bill like Lambert's alive. In bad boy lore. You can't say you're going to be a bad boy and then like slip every screen you set. Pistons lost. He's also this. wearing neon shoes right now. Yeah, so does Killian. That, Evan, get a hold of your boy. Tom, <laughs> stop wearing <laughs> neon shoes when you stink. It draws more attention to you. Boyan's so for good, uh, the national European holiday today. Sorry. <laughs> All right. That is our show. A good two-hour rivalry preview. Jesus. Love that. Let it soak over your body. It's going to be an hour 40. Last year's recap of the game, we only talked about the rivalry game. It was two hours and 15 minutes. Wow. <laughs> How could we not? That was the game of the century. I was listening to it back. I couldn't even get through it all because I was trying to like see if there was anything good to pull for this week's show. I was like, I can't even listen to this. It's so long. Like, I was like, we were going all different sorts of places. Um, at Shot of MS everywhere. Apple, Spotify. Oh, the Bogdan brothers are hugging each other. Bojan and Bogdan, Bogdanovich. <laughs> Much me Bogdan, Bogdanovich. <laughs> Apple, Spotify. Yeah, that's um, cheers to episode 94. Put, take that hat off. To, uh, to Sean McDonough back in the big house. We're going to exercise the demons of 2015. First time being back since that game. I want to associate his voice with good things so I can enjoy him like Evan does. Because right now I hate his guts. <laughs> it's not his fault. Mm, having Sean is a good omen. Cheers to that. It is. It is. <laughs> cheers, cheers to Sean High School playoffs. Cheers to Paul Bunyan standing in East Lansing. And cheers to Sean McDonough. I mean, you can't not say that. I already said that at the beginning.